Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition, edition 129 of the Cantina Mickey's podcast. Glad to have you with us this evening. As always, my name is John Jagu. Good to have you with us. A lot to cover tonight. Uh, we're going to get right to it. Uh, we have a couple of uh, Fecha FIFA games that we want to discuss. Uh, probably outside of anything happening before qualifying, probably the the, the biggest and most important Fecha FIFA uh, before any World Cup cycle, the one right before the tournament. And uh, we're going to jump right into it with our panel. I am truly outnumbered tonight. There are three Chivarmanos with us tonight, and we'll start out in... In, uh, up in uh, up in Long Island with uh, Rigo Ayala. Rigo, how are you, sir? How are you, sir? Long time no talk. Now, uh, if I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Rigo, I believe that you uh, that uh, you had requested an opening. Uh, well, I can't find it. Chingao, where is it? It's over here. Oof, well, I can't. I, I believe that you had you had requested. A, oh, there it is. Here we go. Mr. Burns, you mentioned you wanted an opening tirade. So, so, so we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Okay. And then with us also out in California, we have uh, two other Chivarmanos. We have with us Joel Aceves. Joel, how are you? Chivale, John, doing pretty good. Yeah. How's that uh, that that LG tablet treating you, Joel? Oh man, it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah. I take it to work. Yeah. Are yeah, you watching your novelas on it? Yeah, was it supposed to have internet? I don't, or is yeah. it typing it from somewhere? No, it's, it's it was supposed to, it was supposed to have it. It was supposed oh. to have it, at, at least through the at least through the World Cup. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Are, are you uh, streaming interracial porn on it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong, wrong podcast. Wrong, wrong podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, uh, streaming uh, goat goat porn on it. Apparently, we're watching. <laughs> Oh, and well, good to have you on, Joel. And then, of course, we have with us El, El Profe, who was actually in Santa Clara last week, so we'll get his uh, his opinion on uh, the game. How are you, sir? Juan Uribe joins us from Long Beach. What's going on, Juan? Good, John. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm having a, you know, quenching my thirst, so to speak. And uh, I'm pretty sure Jolie's also using his tablet for a He-Man memes. <laughs> it, uh, it, 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 it would it would not surprise me now and then, like I mentioned I know that uh, we want to we want to jump right back into it so I know that uh, Rigo Mr Burns you mentioned you wanted an opening tirade so 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 let <laughs> let it rip let it rip Rigo what you got okay so last week I sent out I sent out some tweets and I feel like I got everybody a little uh, you know in, in in a little bit of a frenzy because of these tweets. And a lot of people, you know, felt that I was trolling uh, by when I sent these tweets out. And so essentially what I said was that the national team would be better served if Guardado and Hector Herrera were not playing. And I plugged in two names, obviously two Chivas guys. I put in Pizarro and Marco Fabian as who I thought would be good replacements for them. And, and, and they acquitted themselves so well in, in, in the friendlies as well. So we have the first friendly against Iceland. And Guardado starting along with Fabian. And Fabian ends up scoring a goal. So there I was, you know, touting myself. On a free kick. On a free kick. Okay. I mean, but, okay. On a free um, kick. Yeah. 
But can, they, you, they can you remember that. anything Marco Fabian did prior to that free kick? I mean, I thought he was. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was hustling the most out of anybody else. Okay, so he was hustling. Yeah, he, I mean, because I mean, because and, and hustling is what you say when you're not playing well. At least he's hustling well. Well, because the the, mid, the midfield was all discombobulated. Right. Right. Well. Well. Okay. So. Well. Okay. So. We'll, 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 we'll move on. Okay. 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 So then, Guardado, I thought was again like he's been since the World Cup, just had a subpar game. Since the what? Since the World Cup in Brazil. Yes, yeah, it's working not, not the Gold Cup where he was named the the tournament's most outstanding player. Uh, were we the Gold Cup where we lost seven zero? No, that was the Copa America. That, you get you're getting your I mean, moleros oh, yeah, yeah, you're getting okay. your moleros confused. <laughs> the right, Gold so Cup we'll, was in okay, twenty fifteen, so, okay, and then so the we'll, Copa America we'll, was twenty sixteen. All right, so we'll go from twenty sixteen on. He's he's been he hasn't been great. Um, just based on my observations, right? Sure. Um, so the second half of that game. Carlos Vela comes on, right in re- in replacement of Guardado, in his position, and the whole midfield just changes. Like, 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 I mean, not that not that Mexico completely dominated that game, but in the second half, the Mexican team just looked a lot better. In the first half, Iceland should have been up like three zero. Right. Well, they should. I mean, the, what what happened in that in that what and, and Juan can talk to it uh, just because you know he actually saw it in person, but. For about twenty minutes in the second half, it looked like there was finally a connection between the between the defense and the offense and the offense and, yes. and, and the forwards. Because in, in in both games, really, not just the not just the uh, the uh, the Iceland game, but also in the, in the, in the matchup in, uh, in Jerry's place against uh, Croatia, we saw the same thing, and we actually we saw the same formation. And I, and I have to think, could there be a worse formation for Mexico to play? Well. The problem with the formation is that if you're going to play with a three-man back line, you need to have wingers that are going to come back. You need to have right. they need to be they need to be midfielders that are going to come back. And, and he's playing with he's playing with attacking wingers who who yeah, who refuse to refuse to come back. Yeah. So then we go into the into the Croatia game, obviously at Jerry's world, and he plays Guardado again, um, and he plays Pizarro. Okay, he's he, I, I would have to say the whole team had a terrible game. Okay, even Carlos Vela and Chucky, who are right now probably the, me- the best Mexican players, sure, right. Um, but he placed them. He placed them both on the wings in this three-four-three diamond formation in the middle, and it was mm. uh, was it Hernandez and Govea and Guardado in the in the midfield, and then Pizarro as in as in as the cam attacking midfielder, right? The position that that we think he's born to play. Yes, and they just there was no midfield. There, there was there was nothing. Like it, they could not they could not retain possession. There was nobody like they could not put two string two to three passes together. Um, and okay, I get you know Gomez young Pizarro. I mean I've been hyping him up, so I'm you know. I have to eat my words for that because he had a terrible game. Um, but if you look at if you look at that midfield, the the guy who is supposed to be, you know, above the rest based on his legacy and where he plays right now and how he's doing in the season would be Guardado. You would think that he would be the player that would, you know, take over that midfield, and he couldn't. He couldn't do it, and he hasn't been able to do it. And to me, in the second half, once the lineup changes and they move, he moves pieces around. 
He takes Guardado out of that center midfielder spot, and he puts he put he, he in the beginning he put him a little bit higher, and then he took him out for like fifteen minutes. The team starts gelling better. Well, they also changed formations completely. I mean, weren't they playing? Yeah, they, they went to they, they, they went four, to four, four four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but still, well, was it a four two two or or a four three three? Uh, it's uh, supposed to be a four two three one or four three three. Yeah. Um. With two defensive midfielders and and the attacking mid, but yeah, because because he put in Molina and yeah. and Molina and 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 Burrito or was Molina playing as a defender or was he playing as a midfield? No, he's playing as he was playing as a midfielder, okay. and he put so, so in true true two true defensive midfields. Yeah, and then he put in uh, Guardado for like fifteen minutes at that cam spot, and then it just seemed like after that first fifteen minutes of the second half, he just seemed like he just started like making up just a. Bunch of different changes, uh, and the yeah, whole team. It, it seemed like it was a it was it was a wasted opportunity because I mean whether or not Croatia is is you know is playing the you know quote unquote their best players. I mean I mean let's be honest. I mean the you know the, the players that were the subs are still pretty damn good, and 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 if they're the team that most resembles uh, not necessarily German but but how 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 a German team might play as far as style, where Croatia unlike other European sides. Especially uh, Northern European or, or even Eastern European, you know, they do tend to possess the ball a little more and have, uh, you, you know, it's not just going to be long balls and counterattacks, and you know, they 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 do a good job of of of, of maintaining themselves. No, and, they did. A, the, they and they they then that's what they did, and so so to me, it was like, I mean, are, are, are you trying not to show Germany what what you're going to do? And just and just and just going to do the exact opposite of of whatever it was, because to me it was almost uh, it was almost uh, I don't know, it, it it just seemed like it was not the, uh, the the best thing for Mexico to do in that situation. I mean, it seemed like you'd want to at least try a little bit of, of, of how it is that you're going to play against a team like that, because the the reality was for me at least in the first half of the Croatian matches, the Croatia should have been winning that game four zero at halftime. Yes, I mean they missed some. I mean Iceland too. Yeah. I mean, and well, Iceland you know, not I, as bad. I mean, Iceland had some chances, but I think that those chances were, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, they 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 weren't like giveaways like 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 they were against Croatia. I just feel like against Iceland, had Iceland been had a, a you know a, a couple better players, they probably would have put some of the opportunities away. Um, I mean, that, same and with that's Croatia, not, and that's not that's not to say that like you know, there's a there's a Everyone in this national team, from the coach to the players, I feel like everybody holds a certain responsibility into this team's lack of cohesion. Um, obviously, Osorio bears the, the brunt of this. But, I mean, the midfield, the defense underperforms and the midfield underperforms. And it just seems like we waste, you know, probably one of our, our more talented crop of strikers and attackers because the midfield underperforms and 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 the the defense too, um, so that so my point is that with all of this is that there are players who should be looked at uh, and not just played because of what they've done in the past or you know where they play in their cl- in, for their club if they can't perform in the system that they're being asked to perform. In. I.e. Guardado, Herrera, Reyes, um, 
And I mean, and, and just looking at, at what I've been seeing, like to me, like I wrote an article today, um, the, the midfield that I would like to see against Germany would be uh, Molina at center defensive mid, Jonathan De Santos right next to him, and Carlos Vela in front of them. In front of them. You, you know what? Um, it's interesting because he didn't give uh, Jonathan a sniff, you know? He's so injured. Jonathan had, oh, he's a, had a. Oh, he got dropped. He, he was uh, injured? He had an air quote injury. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, the, you know. I, I thought it was interesting. Like, uh, he didn't play the other Jonathan. Well, no, he didn't play uh, Gonzalez either. Um, yeah, he didn't play Gonzalez. I thought that I, was interesting. I, I thought he'd give him minutes in Santa Clara. It'd be like a, like a homecoming because I guess he's he's from there, you know? But he didn't. That's another guy that didn't get a sniff. But you you know you know what guys I I, I mean from the way I saw the game, uh, uh, for example, speaking of the Iceland game, um, you know I I I thought I thought Mexico was was a better was a better team throughout even even in the first half. Um, I the 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 lack of cohesion I think it's I think it's by design because what he's looking for. Is 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 for them to bring the ball up one wing and then switch to the to the weak side, you know. And if you notice, Mexico does that all the time. Like that's like their it's it's their go to. It's like you know uh, the Lakers, you know, you know, dropping it into to Shaq or something, you know. That's so it's so it, it's like a jugada atracción. So they go up the wing, they want to tilt the field on that side, and then the minute that happens, they try and get the uh, the the unbalanced like the the numbers on the other side. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> that's that's their that's their go to now. That was their that was their go to in the Iceland game, and I think I saw it in the Croatia game. It's just um, obviously Croatia had had better talent, and and that kid uh, that center mid, Co- Co- what's his name, Kovacic, was it, yeah, was from Real Madrid. Yeah, he's actually. I mean, he's he he might even be better than 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 Modric. You know, I mean, he's he was he was doing well against Mexico, and so. Um, it was funny because <clears throat> speaking on on, on, on Osorio's uh, change of tactics completely, going to two defensive mids, uh, um, is that I, I you know I was kind of uh, talking to Martin del Palacio about uh, you know they were I guess they were kind of sliding uh, uh, Gallito Vasquez you know before the before that game, and they were saying Osorio's trying to teach Mexico how to play without a without a pure. Uh, defensive uh, player in, in in midfield you know or two and then he goes and he brings out two defensive mid so i mean you know but it was by necessity you know do you think like what i what just from watching like now do you think that the players are just not able to keep up with what osoyo wants to do oh no they're they're doing it they're they're doing it it's just you you have to look at the type of player <clears throat> that's there. Like, uh, uh, um, look at look at Tecatito. He's, you know, he he really struggled with his one v ones. There was moments where he could play a through ball to to Layun, but obviously Tecatito's not a not a not a guy that's gonna pass the ball, right? If he's in a in the attacking one v one situation, yeah. yeah. If he's in a one v one, like he had Layun several several times to give him. Layun would make the run, and then Tecatito would instead of giving him the ball, he'd he'd cut inside. Uh, going to his left, um, so like, like for example, in the Iceland game, 
in the second half. He brought in Vela. He brought in Chucky. So Vela's, he, you know, he's really good at delivering delivering that switch, like at the right moment. Um, and obviously Chucky's really good at 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 you know forcing the defense, uh, uh, you know, getting through their backs to to for a, you know for a through ball delivered to him or for him to to find the pass and and uh, like in the if for me in the Iceland game, the really the only thing that changed was that the the guys delivering the pass the 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 switch of the field happened a lot faster because the guys there obviously they're maybe they're a little bit they're better at that and they deliver better passes they have better they have better vision from the back compared to uh um the the first half you know so that's what i think like you had vela dropping in deep and you know right away swing, switching across to 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 uh to jockey and, and vice versa so I think it's just those guys were looking for each other a little faster. Um, that, that's because in the second half the game was just um, it, it was more back. It, the, the, the ball was moving faster. The game got faster. There was more, uh, you know, back and uh, forth. I, Iceland actually got more. Were you drinking? Were you drinking your beer faster in the second half? Too? No, no. Oh no, you're you in the press I, box. No. You were in the press box. You weren't drinking. I, I was sitting in front of like Fightison, like like uh, he, you know he was in the in the top row. Yeah, what cologne does he wear? What, what cologne does he wear? You know what? I, I don't know, dude, but I I, I, I keep having the urge to just, like, give him a nice punch, you know? Like, in his, <laughs> to his temple, you know, to just kind of, you know? <laughs> well, isn't that how he should be welcomed at every at every, uh, at every every press box? I think so. I think yeah. so. You know, like, like like someone should should be, you know, you know, you know, you give him the, uh, you know, the, the honorary putazo to fight son, you know, to, 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 to start each... Each, yeah. uh, each game. No, I do want to bring in Joel. Joel, now I know that uh, you've been bearish on on Mexico. Do you feel that that these uh, performances reinforce that, or do or do or, or 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 do you think that there's there's reason to hope that uh, for anybody? I mean, does has has have these games changed the opinion of of how Mexico is going to do in the upcoming World Cup? But I'll, I'll ask Joel first. No, it doesn't change my opinion. I think it's difficult to judge from friendly games, especially when with a coach that likes to you know, experiment a lot or, or change things up a lot. So it's it's makes it a bit difficult to to say for sure what's going on. Okay. Yeah. So 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 no one no one now thinks that, that Mexico is gonna is, is the shoe in to make the semifinals then. Yeah, after I these performances. I don't know man. I I I know he's been getting more criticism recently, but by this point, it's it's pretty moot. Yeah, so, it's pointless to. I mean, yeah, to criticize them. That's why I'm criticizing the players. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know, yeah. he's not gonna change. You know what? Yeah, Tom Marshall though, he he's, he he. You know, Tom Marshall's a big. Uh, he's a big Osorio fan. He was like, he was the 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 kindest person to him in the in the in the press conference. Like he, you know, buttering him up and 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 he even made Osorio like that was the only moment. The only moment he he smiled was during Tom Marshall's question. Well, you know, it's he, he, funny uh, that you mentioned that. Uh, I'm sorry, Joel, uh, I'll let you uh, respond real quick. I but... was just going to say Tom Tom has that effect on people. <laughs> He'll make you <laughs> smile. He he will make you smile. <laughs> the uh, uh, no, but, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one thing I noticed after after the Iceland match, particularly, and and I didn't get to see it as much after the Croatia match. 
but after Iceland, I mean, if, if you watch uh, uh, television, uh, particularly television that originates in Mexico, not 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 necessarily Univision, I mean, you would have thought that Mexico had gotten their ass kicked with 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 the way that they were talking. That it was just a, just a, a thorough domination by by Iceland, you know, as 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 as, as doom and gloom as as they had been. Now I'm not saying that Mexico played, uh, you know, a particularly good match. I mean, they you know they they they, they do what what had been done to them so many times. You know, they 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 dominate in the first half and then let the other team score a a goal right before halftime. You know, which which is the worst thing you can do. I mean, it just it, it totally changes the game, and. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, and then after that, I mean, I, as far you know, as far as the second half, obviously uh, they scored a fantastic goal. And and you know, you, again, you know, you're in soccer, you're not winning games ten nine, you're not winning games, you know, fifteen to fourteen. You're winning games one zero. And if 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 you get if you get the goal, you know, a play where you can generate a goal and it happens, and then, then to me, friendlies are, you know, I, I would consider that a, a successful friendly if you're able to you know generate a good play to score a goal because. You know, it's not that easy to score goals in the in the in the sport of soccer. Hey, I, I also think in unless you're like you in right? Mexico. I was gonna say I I also think in Mexico, they're you know they, as much as you know as unbiased as they want to be at the end of the day, they're still fans, and like we are, and they think you know their a lot of their criticism comes because they know that it's a friendly, but they also see that. The product is there, and that's what we're going to have in Germany and right. against Germany. And it's frustrating to know that more than likely, like, we're going to get beat by many goals if they play this way. Um, because, I mean, if Iceland had, you know, so many clear opportunities, I mean, I'm, not that Iceland is a bad team. But it's just it's concerning because because then then you go and you play against a really good team like Germany and then it's like okay if Iceland's getting by you like that then what is Germany going to do? See, you know I don't I don't mind a three man back line, but you, got, you have to have the two wingers to, so yeah, so you eventually you know have a five man back line if you if you have to have it. Hey dudes, and, um, I'm just gonna correct you. I don't think he's gonna do a, a three man back line against Germany. I think. Because remember, one of his tenets is is, is he's always going to have one more defender than the other team has uh, forwards. So if Germany plays a four three three, which I think we're expecting them to, right? They're gonna they're gonna play a four three three. Yeah. Then yeah, then uh, then Mexico is probably gonna play a four man back line. I think he's gonna and, go four uh, five one. Yeah. So yeah four, four three three four you know four two three one you know I don't know. Um, How about a six two two? No, <laughs> hey, that that'd probably be the best. I'm, I'm, I'm being dead serious. All, all eleven, eleven stand in front of the goalie, <laughs> for the, for the, right in the line, <laughs> all game. Um, no, I think he needs to play. He needs to play with two defensive midfielders. He needs to play with four in the back, um, and just play with a lone striker. Man, I would fucking put uh, Chucky up at striker. He's the fastest one, and just leave him there, and le- and everybody else, and everybody else. Just you know, defending. Well, there are a couple of things I would do, uh, and and I think that this is where um, I, I, you know Mexico is is as 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 good and and should and could be as good as anyone in the world, and they should glimpses of it is counterattacking. I, I would love to see that become Mexico's primary weapon in the World Cup because I think that they could be they could be incredibly good at it. Yeah, and, and, and it's not something that Mexico historically has done all that much. 
but 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 this group looked the absolute most dangerous when they counter counterattack. Correct. I I completely agree with you. Yeah. So I think I mean if 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 Osorio could figure out a way, you know, and Ron talks about this all the time. It's like you don't have to have the ball to control a match, and uh, the Germans are gonna are gonna have the ball. And it's going to be very hard to take it away because they have players that are that the Mexico just does cannot match them. Omeda por you know, skill for skill. It just it, it it's just not going to happen. And it's no slide on Mexico. There are maybe two teams in the world that 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 can match up with with the Germans like that. It's just that's just as as our friend uh, Raúl Orbañano says, "Esa es la realidad." I mean, that's just that's just what it is. And uh, Mexico has to take a defensive posture against Germany. You cannot play the possession game against Germany, especially with the players that Mexico has giving up the sloppy passes that they gave up against Iceland and Croatia. Mexico should be, if you're going to have a sloppy, I get it, it happens. But, I mean, they were doing it, uh, whatever, like three out of every five possessions. They, they, they weren't getting past the, the the center circle without giving it away. And, and a lot of it on unforced errors. And that, you just... You know the Germans will just—I mean, they did. They—they they, they took them seven minutes to score two goals against Mexico because Mexico, you know, was was bad with the ball. I mean, against Spain, I don't know if you guys watched the Germany Spain game. I was watching it. First fifteen minutes, Spain was dominating. Oh, yeah. Spain, Spain scores the goal, and Germany like immediately turned it on, and they come back and they score. Um, now, I mean, it—they it, didn't score right away, but. When they wanted to turn on and turn it on and, and play high pressure, take the ball away from Spain, who's one of the, the probably one of the best teams in the world with ball retention and possession, they they were doing it. They were making them make mistakes. Um, so that's you know, I, I feel like Mexico, Me- Mexico, a team that normally plays to have the ball and play possession ball, they they, they won't be able to do that against the Germany. No. They need to they they, they need to counterattack. I mean, I don't even know yep. if they'll be able to do it against the Koreans because the Koreans are so fast on counterattacks themselves. Hey, um, the 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 silver lining is uh, um, everybody in Mexico's group lost, uh, including Mexico. Uh, so everybody in Group F lost their friendly on uh, on, Tuesday. on Tuesday. On Tuesday, and uh, I, you know what? I, I got to watch a. Uh, a little bit of the Argentina game against Spain. I don't, I don't know if you guys watched that. Yeah, I, watched, I was watching that. And uh, and uh, you know, I, I was reading a, 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 an article by uh, AS or AS. Um, they they talked to Sampaoli. And, yeah, <laughs> there's parallels to Mexico to Mexico's loss against Chile because they're basically saying he basically said that they have a mental block right now, which is messy everything insane to me. You know, to have an Argentine team that that mentally it, it can't handle the the pressure, he says they're they're in a, their morale is low, and, you know. And I thought if if one thing the Argentines have, it's a strong mentality, you know. And and uh, <clears throat> I guess uh, according to San Paoli, that's not the case right now. He says he needs to work with them uh, with the mental aspect with them because they uh, mental psychology, not mental, you know, reading the game. Meant them mentally, psychologically, they're 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 in a bad place, and and I think it's very similar to Mexico's uh, uh, Boda Roja, you know. <laughs> yeah, but the Boda Roja was in a, an, a, I mean, that was an official match. I, I mean, it, losing six to one is bad anytime. Losing six to one in the friendly is with a coach you know, that's you know only been in 
the coach for a couple months. Right. I mean, but um, it's still, you, you know, I don't think Argentina's used to. No, losing. I think that's like the worst loss, something like that. Well, here's you the know, thing it, that I don't understand about Argentina is as as talented as the and and let's I mean exactly hombre por hombre can can match you that Germany team we're talking about they can match the Germans they can match Brazilians, the French, the the Spanish all of them I mean you know on paper at least I mean especially up front I mean my God it's it's just it's, it's repulsive how, how many how many great players they have and and for them to just totally have to rely on on, on Messi for that I mean to the point where where you, where you watch the the, the game. And you know, all they want to do is just get it to him and hope he and hope he can make it happen. Well, to be honest, and it works. That, I mean, most that, of the time, that it works. game, that crazy. I feel like that game helped Messi for like for the you know the outlook that that Argentinians have of him because a lot of Argentinian fans do not like him, right? Uh, and I feel like that game more than likely helped. You know, I'm not gonna say helped his legacy, but in, in the eyes of Argentinians, made you know they realize how valuable he is. I mean, holy smokes! How can you not? I mean, I understand what you're saying, but it's like, no, yeah. I mean, no. at that point, you're you're just you're just being nothing but a straight up hater if 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 if, if you can't understand that. No, I mean, That's, I, uh, I, I, and, and I I agree with you. It's just it it really is just bizarre. I was watching a video earlier, like, why doesn't Ronaldo have as much pressure to win as Messi? Well, it's because, I mean, Portugal's Portugal and Argentina. Yeah, Dina's I mean, it's it's just not the same. I mean, you could you could spend... Joel, could, could, you, could you go in Argentina and just stay in Buenos Aires and, 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 and go... Watch one game a week during the season and see, and and, and not see the same twice because they have so they have so many games in Buenos Aires. Pretty much, man. <clears throat> not just first, but even second division. <laughs> yeah, so there's like what thirty, forty teams in Buenos Aires alone. But yeah, and even like the third division teams. Uh, well, you know, it's it's just way different. Than what we're used to seeing. Um, so, is is that going to affect Argentina then positively or negatively? Because I mean, I can certainly see this as a, as a great wake up call for all those guys. So, you know what? We are so much better than this. Let's. Well, well, I think one of the things that's been happening was it's it's extra cancha a lot of uh, to an extent, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's since Grondona passed away, there's been a lot of like push and pull to see who who's gonna control the AFA. So there's yeah, there's a lot of I'll say like I don't know if it's turmoil, but it's just too much this madre in the inside. Does, does that trickle down <clears throat> to the players? I think it does. I mean, we've we've seen what happens a lot of times, you know, recently with Chivas with the whole Alani's thing. And and before also when when Mexico would look look how much they they mirrored Mexico how many coaches they've changed in such a short time span right well so, just go back to last year when uh, was it Messi he was gonna quit the national team and they had trouble with their yeah rights. he was he, he was quit yeah, the national he, team he quit the national team. quit you know and and then they had the other with the players with um 
I think it was Iscardi or one of the players who slept. Or Icardi, he took, yeah. He took the other yeah. player's wife. Straight. Yeah, they supposedly have banned. They supposedly they banned him. You still want to show me your yeah. cucumber? So it's it's to me it's been that's that's been a lot like the and then all, all thing that, can I say how happy I am that that, that 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 drop is now ubiquitous? So you guys just let it roll on. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> just want to point that out. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Dybala doesn't want to come because he can't he can't uh, play with Messi on the field. Like, yeah, I and that's, I think it's and, ridiculous. And well, they got a feud but... or what's going on? No, they he just they play the same position essentially. So when he plays with Messi on the field, they move him, and he says he's he's struggling to, you know, to play on at the same time. So he just refuses. He, well, not that he refuses. He's like, I'd rather not go. Yeah, and a while like, back it, it was something similar with Tevez, but he was kind of that's he the was guy. An older honestly, son, but you know, whoever was, the the Idolo Argentino is right now in you know in the country. And you know the one that at least that's not like like the twenty fourth guy, the guy that's not on the national team. <laughs> the guy that's the guy I would I, I would inject into that into that locker room. Yeah, yeah, I would too for the World Cup. Yeah, so so they're they're talked that there's been this big disconnect, and I think you could see it, you know, because all that talent in that team, it just shouldn't be getting taken apart so easily or struggling so much. You know what, but yeah. Zampoli screwed up, dude, because he, he brought in um, uh, Mascherano, and I mean, that guy's, you know, he's playing in China. I don't think he's he's <laughs> at the same level that he was a year ago, you know? Well, he's he left, he, left. he, he went obvious. to China, he went to China so he could regain his form because he wasn't playing at Barcelona. So that was like part yeah. of the plan. Dude. So he could get playing like time. Three ste- he's three, te- three steps too slow. The The first goal... I mean, he was he was. Well, Chip, you know, I, like I, but, but, you know, again for Argentina, it, it's better for them to find this out now than to find yeah. out against Denmark. So, well, yeah, you know, if it doesn't work out, I mean, I, I I do believe that Argentina is the kind of country that that would that would be able to handle uh, replacing uh, Macherano without any problem at all. Dude, but I, I just think the mental aspect, they're gonna ha- they're gonna struggle to recover from it because <clears throat> they're not used to this. You know, they're they're like like they're basically I mean you guys you know everybody rates the Argentines. They've been living off of their reputation for the longest time. Um but they did make the world the last World Cup final they made the last three finals in the tournaments they've played in. Yeah yeah. Well true. But okay. I, I think I think they're not their players aren't at the level where where and, and maybe they never were they just had a lot of attacking talent but it's not <clears throat> I mean because technically you know throughout the years I've been I've been hearing I've been you know I've been hearing from <clears throat> different coaches like uh, like the FMF coaches when you know um, and 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 reporters and, and reading different accounts that uh, as far as technique goes Argentina is is behind Mexico. At the youth, and that was at the youth levels. This was like, you know, 10, 12 years ago. So <clears throat> I think, I think their national team, even though the players, you know, they have the garra, they have the heart, they have, you know, they, they maybe they, they don't have the technique and they don't have the. They don't. Can the you one? What? Huh? What podcast am I listening to? Wait. <laughs> I, look, I, I, I mean, I think, I think that's their issue, and I think. And, and like now they're you know they brought in Sampaoli. He's he, you know obviously he's gonna bring in, he's gonna bring his system. What the? 
but he needs to lay the foundation for at least one cycle. So I think, I think the next cycle is when we're gonna see Argentina, um, you know, really start kicking some tail. Because well, I, mean, I, I think, I think, I think that next cycle will be because Messi's not there anymore. They don't have to be de- dependent on Messi. Oh, uh, he could still, he could still stick around. Dude. I mean, he could, he could, he'll stick around, but I think. Like he won't be the, the the focal point of the team. Yeah, but I think we right should. <clears throat> Go ahead. No, I say we should note that also they had a bit of they were a bit unfortunate in some of the finals they reached. Yeah, Iguain always with, misses. Yeah, and and but they also got there with with injured players. Yeah, I mean, and, and Argentina know, for a long time has, has struggled to put out defenders too. Like they, I, they I haven't would, put I'm out quality defenders. I'm gonna be honest with Profe. Profe, if if, if we got an Argentine. Coach on the show. I'm sorry, but we would have to we would have to replace you. Profile, if you don't mind. We have to what? <laughs> remove my microphone? No, I, I'm serious. Look at the youth levels. You got like, make... I've I've sat in a classroom uh, with, uh, with with the FMF coaches, the goalkeeping coach, and and different. And I've read different articles from just different sources that they've all said the same thing. That as far as technique, technique. I'm talking about technique. You know, polished technique. That Mexico, you know, that the Argentines were starting to admire Mexico, and, and remember Juan Manuel, Manuel Lillo, uh, Lilo, he said the same thing that Mexico was really fantastic technically, and maybe as as a league they were they were ahead of, of of many leagues, including the Argentine league, and he was talking about just the the the, the willingness to attack the the technique of the players, <clears throat> but when it comes to mentality and 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 intangibles, the Argentina. Um, even at those youth levels, they have the edge. Like they they go on the field, they step on the field, they think they're better than you, you know. And regardless whether the the guy can dribble the ball more than three steps or, you know, or or, and but I think now with with this game, it, there's gonna be a mental aspect to it that I don't think they're gonna recover a, a, as fast as we expect them to. You know, I got slowly, completely cleans house, which I don't think he will. <laughs> I think that's uh. uh... Albert Chiquis Campa joins us from Chicago. What's going on, Chiquis? Hey, what's up? Just listening to to Juan praise the Mexican technique. <laughs> yeah. Does, does that explain the Picolines and Diego Reyes and, and are you, some of hey, our hey, other? Are you are you are you bad mouthing Picolin? <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that that would explain why they you know they played for so long. Are you, that, are, you saying age, are you saying it that age of a tronco is gone? Technica, remember that. He uh, he does have a point there. Chickies, uh, now, now that you're with us, uh, well, uh, did uh you get a chance to offer your observations for uh, in, in, in thirty words or less with 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 with, with what you saw in the friendlies and 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 when what you, it did it change your expectation for the upcoming tournament? Uh, I think my expectations stay the same. I just sort of feel justified a little bit with my with my expectations. Um, well, so it's, so you're making it all about you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Okay, all right. But I, I was I, I liked I liked the win, the three zero. Um, but I didn't like how Osorio, whenever he found out that Croatia wasn't going to bring all their players, 
got yeah, all exactly. Upset. Why why get upset? Just you know, just say, hey man, you know whoever's out there, we're gonna play them the same, and you know blah blah blah. You know, there's there's so many ways you can go around that. But I'm say, well, you know, it's with the team that we thought that was gonna be, it's like come on, dude. They, they beat us to the rotations, John. I guess he didn't want, he couldn't accept it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Madrugaron. <clears throat> they rotated better than he does. So 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 right from the get go, he said. Uh, you know, the, he he basically did. Not that it matters about the you know who won or lost the friendly, but you know in the World Cup that was you know the Croatian coach, you know did did Mexico a solid by 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 criticizing, like, like the one thing you can't ever do with a, with 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 a Mexican is is, is critic you know, almost as a human being like or like their machismo thing, and you know thank you Croatian coach for doing that because uh, you know it, it obviously uh, motivated Mexico. I'm not saying that that's what Osorio did, but I mean it certainly could have, you know, had this been a more important game. Was it Juan who asked the coach if if there was a a Mexican Messi? Juan, did you ask? Did you ask coach that? No, no, I, I was in in in. in uh, or just Iceland? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Who was it? To to Rakitic, someone someone did ask that question though. Yeah, because the, there was like a, a comparison brought up between Mexico and Argentina, um, but that was for the Croatia oh. game, I think. <laughs> right. That, I don't think it was. It, it, it yeah, well, I mean, wasn't the Iceland game. You know, Picolin had 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 long since retired, so the you know the Mexican and, was, uh, and they haven't called up trophies. So that's true. Trophies was not there. That's right. Or like oh, this. you know what? You know what? It was the Iceland coach. He brought up the Argentina Mexico comparison. I, I remember now. He said that uh, that that he, they were gonna play Argentina and that Mexico and Argentina have a similar style, um, but I, I I don't know if they, if anybody asked him about about uh, a Mexican Messi. I I, I sent. Uh, no, I think that we was have audio, we have like audio of the whole thing, so I, I I don't remember that question. So are you saying that we did not prepare appropriately for the for the podcast? Actually, I, you did send audio, and I did not get a chance to. I, I, to yeah, make I to make any edits, but I but I do have to play this just because. Is that so? Who made you pulp in this dump? Huh? Just, you know, just, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, huh? Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, Chikis. How is Chicago, Chikis? Is it is it cold? Is it chilly there? Yeah, it's pretty pretty freezing. I just came back walking a few blocks from dinner. How many uh, how many inches did you get the other night when we we had a crazy rainstorm here in uh in central? Hey, Texas? hey that's a personal question. <laughs> I wasn't there for that. I heard. Oh, it. You, you it? still want to? Oh, okay, you missed it. I missed the rain. Flo- yeah, it was because uh, I know I know down down y'all's way. I like Onion Creek flooded and some other stuff. So I was like, you know, it's yeah. always good. We're the in the we live in the, in the flash flood capital of the world. So anytime that it rains two or three inches, it could get pretty hairy for certain spots so it's always uh, yeah. a little a little nerve-wracking when it when when a big storm comes comes through here so chicken so so your expectation uh, it was you made it about yourself so you you, you felt justified in your in your opinion in your opinion your opinion was was validated with with, with the play so does that does that change your opinion then of, of, of what your expectation is for uh uh, for for Mexico's upcoming performance, or you know how far they're going to get. No, I think I think it's still it's still going along with what I'm thinking. Um, I, I think it's very possible that they go three and out, but 
again, I don't on uh, on the other side, I don't think these friendlies will have they'll be put in the past when it comes down to the tournament. And I think it'll just start from scratch, but uh but yeah, there's some, there is some worry to be had. We need we need we need Dan here for some positivity. <laughs> a little 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 pump a little sunshine in. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I well let me give you a little sun because I've been thinking about this this uh, this uh, for the past year or so. Uh, you know, I've always thought that 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 Osorio will ultimately not be an idiot and actually play players in their you know in their strongest positions. You know, and and you won't, won't hope in the in, in the most important games. Speaking of the devil, that was my Is that hope. Dan's music. That, that was my hope, uh, John. I just don't. Oh wait a second! Hang on a he second. He heard us. He did. Daniel Preciado joins us from from Escondido. Daniel, how are you, sir? I'm uh, licking the wounds, man, from that yeah. horrible friendly. I've been trying to. Not pay attention to any soccer. Wow, that, that is that is not the positive vibe we were hoping that you, no, that you would no. inject into the conversation. <laughs> no, in fact, it's it's a little. It, it's just you know, it's not what we're expecting, Dan. It's not what we're expecting. <laughs> well, you have to understand. I, I got hit twice, man. Yeah, you did. We haven't even talked about that, and that's uh, that's that's actually. Uh, but, but we will talk about that here in a second. But Joel, uh, before before we talk about uh, Dan's double double whammy. Um, please, please, please finish your thought. Oh man, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> okay, okay, so was you wasn't like desperately important. <laughs> oh no, no, wait, I, I remember now. It just right, came because right. you were talking about how Osorio was going to. Oh yeah, yeah. See the light ultimately, and and play the players where they excel best. And, and, and then and in think, certain situations, if a player needs to play somewhere, then hey, he already has experience. You know, go out and do. But that, that was my hope, but I just don't see it happening, man. I. I I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, and there was this pretty good article. Um, I think it was. Oh, God damn. <laughs> no, it was this article about. Uh, was it a penthouse forum? What there was a start? I never dear, thought. Dear penthouse. No. <laughs> no, that's another one. Uh, some rumor Profe was saying about Osorio cambiando or doing rotaciones with some females. But. <laughs> That's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, th- this article is about um, it was about uh, they were saying how how he's not uh, or he's too pragmatic. Serious, the surrealism or pragmatism? Article? Yeah, there you go. And yeah, and it was talking about how how that might be ultimately his downfall. See, because he said uh, the one quote I remember the most. He said he wants Mexico to play like a big team. And I and I and I pat myself in the back when I I said I said something similar a while back about he he acts like he's coaching Holland seventy team. Right. Brazil seventy. Yeah, man, you could just pick and choose we and, and and that was the other thing where the guy was arguing that you know, Mexico just lacks a lot of quality players to to do a lot of the stuff that Osorio wants. Where he tries to dominate even even you know, stronger teams. Well, I I, I will uh, admit that I think that I think that he, that he he overthinks a lot of things. Uh, I I do believe that that the Mexico would be a, a play considerably better if things were simplified for them. A lot, kind of like when Tuca says, 
hey boys, how do you want to play? Oh, let's play this. Oh, great, let's practice that, and well, and then we'll, you know, if that's what you guys are comfortable with, we'll go out and do it. You know, and then you know, and then <clears throat> and then he lost to the New York Red Bulls. The Toronto, hey, Toronto. Hey, Tuka, Toronto. Tuka, Tuka, what? Tuka won the game he had to win. You, you, you don't think Tuka could handle? <laughs> could, you, 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 honestly, do you think Tuka would trot out a three-four-three against the Germans? But you don't think play, he's he going to do play, that against. Play. You don't think he's going to do that against Germany. I, I think Tuka's going to struggle against any bunker. So that means the Sweden game and possibly the Korean game, he's going to lose. And That's he wouldn't. And he wouldn't go out to win against Germany. He would go no, out to not lose. He would play oh. a five-four-one. And just, but but I will say the, the the one thing that that Tuca did, I remember when he coached, was it Argentina or Mexico against Argentina? Right yeah, after Mexico the, uh, he did a four three three in that game. He did, and and he uh, the, the minute that they, that they took the ball away from Argentina, they just launched it to the to the two wingers, and they, and, and it was very effective. It was it was extremely effective, and. Uh, so I think that that that, that is uh, I, again I do, I just think that Mexico has a real good chance to to, to be lethal on a counterattack. Is it that how Ghana gave Germany the business in Brazil? Because that was a terrific game, and if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I think Ghana got either one or both of them on great counterattacks. You you brought up that game, John, and I, I've been looking for video of it, and I I, I struggled. Oh, stop it. I bet you if I just go Germany Ghana, it'll, it'll pop right up. The Russians have deleted all evidence of that game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I think I think I found one where the video is sideways, so I had I didn't have time to to, to, to flip it, to fix it, and flip it, and you know reverse it and watch it. You know, you couldn't just turn your head <laughs> for an, yeah, for I, ninety minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. But well, anyway, I'm kind of yes, with I'm kind of with uh, with what with Hullet was saying though. As far as the the hope is that that he's been kind of trolling us, and he's just been like consistently just tinkering trolling. with with different uh, different people in different positions for because if he is playing, if he does have that mindset where I just want to have several options in case of anything, then I guess it wouldn't be a bad strategy to to, to practice on because. The players are dropping like flies, seemingly. So, so having guys to be able to to plug in in different positions, while it may not be ideal to us, it, it may it may work out positively. Um, but I'm kind of with Hoyle in the same line where I don't think that's what he's going at. I think he's got. Um, I do think he's got his his eleven for the strong matches, but I think uh, against different opposition. Weaker opposition, I think he's gonna go probably go with a the with the rotation of players. And based on the Iceland game, I kind of liked what I saw. I mean, if you're gonna go up against a bunker and you're not gonna be able to really open them up, so then maybe just take your chances on on set plays. Worked it worked for for, for corners or for uh, free kicks, and try to get your goals that way. I think it's a legitimate strategy. Uh, it's not what we're accustomed to. It's not what we want to see. But, but it, but for the most part, it's been effective. So I don't necessarily think way, we're going to struggle against. I mean, they're going to struggle. I don't think they're going to be easy games. But I do think they're going to they're manageable. Where I think they have enough quality to get through any of those any of those bunkers. The Germany, though, I think that that's the one match that it. it again, to Hoyle's point, like if they lose bad, then then 
they might as well they they might have already played themselves out of it. But if they could minimize the damage in that game, um, I, I I do think they'll handle their business against uh, Korea. I, I think there's been too much of a knee jerk reaction and too much panic, a little bit too much. Um, as far as you know, not everybody. Like, there was a lot of friendlies played, and not everybody, you know, looked great in them, you know. So to draw conclusions because Mexico looked terrible against uh, Croatia, I mean, maybe against certain teams that might be the case, but against other opponents, um, I don't think it's necessarily doom and gloom yet. I don't, I don't agree with the uh, set pieces. If I think if any of these teams bunker, Mexico's not going to be able to do what they want to do. And they're not good at set pieces, and they're not good at corners. And you only have you only true. have one you only have one yes. player that could, that's good at. They're actually quite effective on set pieces, both on defense and on offense. They get a lot of their goals. Mexico? We talk about Mexico? Yeah. No way, dude. The, the 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 goals that Fabian scored and stuff that was very rare. And actually, that was sort of lucky. Well, but, I'm not uh, saying from necessarily from a free kick. I'm saying from set plays. They do score a lot on set plays. Not, not on no bunker. Not on no bunker. If these teams are smart, if Korea is smart. Uh, Sweden. What do you mean smart, though? I mean, if you're sitting back, then Chen, then that means you're you have three fourths of the field. You know, you're going to be able to bring the ball up three quarters of the field forward. You could yeah, you could Mexico work. Does. You could you could work easily work to get corner kicks. That's what Me- I know. Mexico's not good at corner kicks. Mexico Mexico's not. Yeah, good at I, I disagree. I disagree with that. I mean, that's the I, whole I think under lighting up a bunch of tall tall guys is because he wants to be strong on set plays, be either on offense or on defense. He thinks that's a weakness. Corner kicks. Okay, I mean, I don't have any stats with me, but I mean, I, 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 I would think that that's the one thing, one area that where Osorio has improved the team dramatically is is on set plays. It's, it's oh, well, absolutely. Well documented. Also, I mean, I mean, I, I, I think, I think at least in give, in not giving up set piece goals, I think they uh, have improved because he plays with all tall defenders. <laughs> Yeah, defending defending uh, uh, corner corners and set pieces, Mexico has improved. But uh, is, the, is, is is the trade off worth giving up just massive chunks of space on the field? No, against good offenses. See, I, no. I, I agree. I, I agree with Rico. It's it's not worth. I would rather take my chances on a set piece than to give up. You know, a thirty yard gap to a, re- a guy who's really good with the ball and is incredibly fast. Now, now, now keep in mind, um, there, there's been, uh, you know, studies of the statistics as far as, you know, how, the way goals are scored in in the World Cup, and and uh, <clears throat> one of the main re- ways that goals are scored in, in World Cups and and in soccer in general is usually it's a quick counter attack, um, or 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 a corner or a set piece. Where, in other words, the so it kind of the, you know the way he's trying to play the whole position possession and lots of passing uh the way Spain did it, it it it's less likely to lead to a goal and if you play fast if you, if you get a corner or so, or a set piece play you're more likely to score i mean how did how did mexico score against croatia in the, in the 2014 they scored two off corners and one off a quick counter in the in the two, yeah with under um under piojo yeah, that's that's the kind of baffling thing about his style, though. Is like he does set up a bunch of players that are geared toward um, like an aerial game, but yet he insists on playing from the back. See, I have a big problem. I remember one time, I think it was Carlos de los Cobos when he was coaching El Salvador, had the U.S. play in El Salvador, <clears throat> and instead of 
uh, walking it up, you know, with the U.S. and you know, and then giving up the stupid pass. He instructed his his goalkeeper and his team to just launch it on every goal kick, period, and just and, and just throw it up there, you know, as a fifth ball. Because I guess you know his mind is like, you know, their midfield isn't necessarily that good to keep to keep the uh, you know, and and who knows where the ball is going to bounce, et cetera. So I mean, they, they just. It, I would like to see Osorio do more of that. And and, and when was the last time you saw a, a goalie actually launch it under Osorio? It just it hardly ever happens. I mean, Osorio wants he wants total ninety football, and he just the players that he has just can't do it. He just he, I, I to a certain point to certain to at, at a certain point you have to be like, you know, are these guys well, executing? Hang on are a second. So is that, is that his end game then? Is that why he's been playing you know players out of position for a few things at certain times because he is going to do the, the I mean, whole, is he going to do rotaciones on the field? Because he's going to do the I, Dutch thing. I think what he wants, what he calls is multifuncional. Like so, they 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 have a they play a lot of different positions. They you know, and and you see him try to do it like. The other day against Croatia, you know, he had Chuki playing on the left wing first. Then he had him on the right wing. Then he had him at Cam. Uh, he had Leyun playing as a midfielder. And then, you know, his job was to also drop back in as a as a as a right back and then come up as a right wing. Um, and I think that's what he that's what he would like all his players to do is to be able to play a lot of different positions. And I just don't think that's a strength of the Mexican player. Um, I don't think we have guys like a lot of guys that can do that. Sounds like they, somebody's, they, sounds like somebody's stamping a bunch of passports right now. It, you know, in the in the Iceland game, uh, one thing I did notice is anytime Iceland had the ball wide, uh, uh, ready to sit in across into the, the you know the Mexico's box, uh, Diego Reyes would become the. I mean, I don't know if you guys were able to see it on TV, but. He would become like the fifth defender, you know. You had uh, you would have Nestor Araujo marking the the crossing player, and then Diego Reyes would actually come in and track the. They didn't the play forwards. together. Huh? Ara- Ara- Reyes came in for Araujo, didn't he? No, no, in the first no, game. It, it, oh, in the Iceland game, Iceland. Oh, okay, okay. So that was uh, probably the most significant part of the whole weekend or week, actually, and and. Uh, I wish I could say we were waiting for Dan to hop on, but we just hadn't got around to it. But uh, yeah, so Mexico uh, could have potentially lost their their best defender for the, for the World Cup, and and it's now if he does come back, you know, certainly where where he won't necessarily be at a hundred percent. So uh, pretty uh, pretty big bullet that uh, that Mexico dodged there, but you know, I, I think back to the, the when they play on fields that aren't naturally grass fields, you know, like the, the plain surfaces and already uh, saw to begin with. And I see that World Cup bid that uh, that the U.S. sent out where, you know, a lot of the stadiums are going to be like that. And I see a play like what happened in this other album where someone gets caught on the grass and it just... Um, no bueno. No. And, and, and I don't know how... I mean, I think that what's that's the official happen. word on it? Have, have they announced, like, what's the projected... Uh... Recovery. Yeah, it was, it was announced. If, 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 if it was, uh, I'm not sure. Four to six weeks. Yeah, four to six weeks. It was a torn meniscus, and uh, he sprained his MCL. So, uh, so, so it's not that bad, actually. Well, yeah, well, obviously, it could have been a lot worse. You're right, but yeah, he'll be out four to six weeks, and 
Yeah, I think well, that's got to be encouraging for everybody because I, I do think I, I know. I mean, at least I've read a lot of people. He, he's not obviously. A, I think the defense in general gets a um, unfairly criticized. Um, no, it's fair. Um, you but think I it's think fair that they get criticized as much as they do? Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, uh, I don't except, think they're bad. Except, I, I, except I, think, I think they're. I think they're, 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 they're exposed and they're made to. Their they're biggest bad weaknesses are exposed. Is it because of the midfield, Dan? I think that's a big part of it. There's no okay. good defensive <laughs> midfielder to, to protect them. Well, but 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 hang on a second. It's not just the midfield. I think I think I think it's a very specific part of the midfield, and it's and it's, it's something that we discussed. And think about when they look bad, goes, though. I mean, when they look when they look at their worst is when somebody coughs the ball up in the middle of the field, and then there's yards of space. No one's going to look good in those types of positions. Now, but I mean, I, but so, Araujo, Araujo hey, 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 is, but is a lot is, better. Hector... Sorry, sorry. I'm say Araujo is is a lot is is a, is a better defender than the rest of the crop that they have there. He, he might, he might... Is, is having is having you know he just is not you know his, his he's definitely on the downhill slide. For he sure. might not be he might he might physically he might not have the same like the, those other guys might be faster, but positioning and just like. Smarts Araujo's above and beyond those other guys, and he's got a great yeah. long ball too. Yeah, you, you like his long balls, John? His long <laughs> ball passes are are, are 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 very close to Rafa's. They're surprisingly soft. They're soft and and and, and bounce. <laughs> no, I think supply when I, they land. I think yeah. his his. Uh, <laughs> His injury not being too bad is 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 one of the upsides of this. Hey, you know what, uh, Rigo? I, I I think you're right that in as far as uh, rating Araujo compared to the other guys, because uh, I mean, even even I think Osorio might agree with you because in in the Iceland game, like the first uh, 18 minutes, uh, Salcedo was kind of struggling a little bit to deal with the counter, and so he uh, he switched Araujo and Salcedo. Um, so he put Salcedo, Salcedo as a cent, the central uh, back, and Araujo moved to the right. Uh huh. And uh, he, he, I think he, he he did a little better defending the, you know, the counter attack and any and the wide areas in general. I mean, if there's one thing that I'll give Osorio credit for is Araujo, is is bringing him to the national team because I mean, I, a guy had never heard of him. Well, he and... played uh, he played in the Copa America in 2011. Actually, he scored against Chile. He was like 19, I think, when when he did it. And they were up one zero uh, in the first game. He scored a corner kick, believe it or not. I think Beto hated the guy. I think Beto should apologize. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember hating him, dude. And he also uh, was on the Olympic team, but he was the only one out of the eighteen players that did not uh, play. That, that did not play. Like he didn't get any minutes, but but he was on the team. You know, you know who loved Araujo, man. His especially his beard. Our fellow, our fellow. Uh, our fellow friend Christian. <laughs> oh, IMD. Yeah, <laughs> he, he had a man crush on that beard, dude. I wanted to start a Twitter account of of Araujo's beard. I mean, it's clear why why Osorio <laughs> likes him. I mean, I, I get to I, I I watch him probably more than anybody on this panel, and uh, and like, yeah, I mean, the guy the guy does have a bit of class with, with, you, with the ball. Only, at only you know what's left. funny? You know what's funny is that. I don't see the same thing. I, I think he's better on the national team than he is for Santos. 
from what I've seen him play on Santos. I mean, I don't, I don't watch him week in, week in, week out. But when I have seen him play on Santos and I see him play on the national team, he just he plays better on the national team. I mean, yeah, then he, there are he's there are some guys that, there are there are some guys that are national team players. Like he's had his moments though on the defense that we we're talking about. When uh, I think Dan mentioned that uh, when the when the midfielders screw up or, or or push forward too much, and the defense does as well, that they get totally exposed. Araujo has been part of that as well. So it's like but the, but they, they all have. They all have. Yeah, they all have. You got to. Moreno's been caught in it. You got to know your. You got to know your. You got to be or uh, uh, have order in the back line, man. They're just not cool under pressure, and that's the issue. I mean, I think we all see it. Like, they're they're if, if the pressure's light, then they look really classy. Right. You know, they look they look really uh, comfortable with the ball at their feet, and they're and they're able to move the ball like, however they want to to whatever side and, and create the play like that. But if it's a if it's a, a a team that knows how to press well, the team you could see them get tight. Like the passes just immediately become less accurate. Less accurate and very, uh, very telegraphed as well. That's, I mean, it just seems like yeah, you would just wish that they that that they're that they're coached and trained. Hey, defender, if 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 you feel like you know they're they're sort and and, and, and you know, just why not send it up to to a winger? You know, just send a fifty fifty ball up there. I mean, maybe something crazy is going to. But I'd rather lose possession, you know, inside the other team's eighteen than you know just inside the center circle with with nothing but fifty yards between. Between the goalie and the last guy, correct. Hey, if if those if if South Korea and Sweden are listening to this podcast, you know they are. You know, yeah, here are the two keys. They should they should to scout Mexico because these are the two keys to to press when Mexico tries to bring it from the back, and then to bunker afterwards. (laughs) That's that's the way you beat Mexico right there. Yeah, he's giving out state secrets. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're, you're you, know, I, you know, I have a feeling that Beto was one of those kids that like rooted for the evil, evil, evil empire. You know, in the in the old the the, the old. He rooted for the cobras. Yeah, and the cobras, you know, in Karate Kid, and also on GI <laughs> Joe, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, GI Joe too. <laughs> and the uh, what were the other? Uh... I li- I like the ninjas, man. I like the, the what is it, the white ninja. Joel, help me out. The the Transformers. What what are the the, the what was the Decepticons? Yeah. yeah. Good lord. I'm sorry, Joel. I, I, I'm I'm a bear. I had the pistol. I and, had the pistol, Megatron. And the, the White Ninjas, uh, Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow. Oh, Storm, yeah, Storm Shadow. What a great name. <laughs> oh, and also, I did find it funny how they uh, they would pick on Daniel Larusso. They would pick on him. It was a stop. I've fun, heard actually uh, that there's a movie coming out. It's already about, out. Is it a, the, the, it's the, the, on YouTube? It's, it's a YouTube. Johnny? Yeah. I think he's the bad guy now. I think uh, Daniel is the he's a bully. Right. He he works at a car. He's, he works as a car salesman. I don't know if he owns a car lot, but he's like a car salesman. And the roles um, have reversed. And Johnny Johnny helps some kid out there was gonna get jumped. And so he starts. He starts the Cobra Kai, but then um, Daniel doesn't like it, so he's like, you know. Yeah, but Johnny's Johnny's teaching him the bad way, though. He's teaching him to be the, the way he was. So that's sort of bad. Dan, Danny's just being uh, like he's being well, conscious. He's being like. Well, a- well that was that was the the the, the, 
the, the what was what made it bad was um was the sensei was a teacher that he was actually abusing the kid man he was yeah that's a, he, this guy and now he's teaching kids to be like over aggressive i mean it's in a good way because he's well, teaching... they need to be aggressive now with today's yeah know. but it shows it shows the kid beating up some dude so he can get some girl man hey but see at least he's not gonna like take a gun to school and just lit it up man he, yeah you know <laughs> this podcast uh, I'm I'm dropping off, guys. It was great talking. Well, Rigo, always a pleasure to have you. I know that you had to you had to hop off, but we're glad that, that you're able to make it. And uh, good luck this week with your Chivas, and we'll talk next week. All right, later, guys. Later, Rigo. Rigoberto Ayala joining us as he always uh, occasionally does here in the, on the Cantina <laughs> podcast, uh, bringing the bringing the opening, uh, firing the opening opening salvo tonight after feeling that his his inflammatory comments he made. Uh, you know, you know, you know what? I think he got upset at, at the spoilers over here with these two guys. You know, call earmuffs at these guys. You know, earmuffs. <laughs> spoilers about 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 the movie about the new Karate Kid. Yeah, man, I'm gonna check it out. But now, you know, don't don't, don't spoil the plot. <laughs> I think you need that YouTube subscription, the YouTube Red or whatever it is. Oh, Wait, so if if Nestor is not 100, percent and you know, I, I wish that you know that obviously that won't be the case. Who would then uh, get get first crack? Would it be Alanis or would it be Montes? Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Man, I, I, hope not. I, I think he would give it to Alanis, even though I, personally I'll go with Montes, but, but Osorio seems to to be a fan well, of Alanis. You know, I was I was at the. Uh, I don't think we'll see Alanis since he's uh, this, isn't he uh, doesn't he typically play on the left side and isn't that Moreno's side? That, that doesn't matter to Juan Cambios Osorio, man. I do think it matters to him. Like, he likes to play. Uh, he, he, he'd rather have a, a player with his uh, <laughs> perfil he'll, natural. He'll play wherever he wants him to play, way. No, you know I mean, what? What about Edson Alvarez, though? You, you, no, you that's what him. I was thinking. I was thinking either Edson or, 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 or possibly uh, um, possibly Reyes. I personally well. think Edson Alvarez should be the starting center midfielder in this thing. But uh, you know, before Rigo went off, and and and, and I think that you know that, that you know this could be the answer. Do, do, do you guys think it's possible that uh, we might see uh, the the Mexican version of, of of total football with this guy, with 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 him training these guys for the past what three years now to play in different positions? I mean, is is this something that he's just going to unleash at the World Cup? Well, you know, you know what? No. Um, <laughs> okay. You, you no. Know what, John? Um, <laughs> no. I think Jolie will enjoy this, and he's a big Argentina fan. But he says uh, playing very badly for two months was a strategy to confuse Boca. And this is a quote from Richard uh, River Plate's coach uh, Marcelo Gallardo after they beat Boca in in the in the Super Final, so for the championship, the, the Argentine championship. So it's possible. I mean, it's <laughs> possible. No, you know, you know, I think for something like that to happen, Osorio would need at least two cycles. And and to be like to coach the Olympic team as well, and and have like the coaches even from the youth coaches follow his system, right? And then he would have a pretty good, a big base of players that grew up playing together and playing that style. That by the time they're in the senior team, they they already know what they have to do. They they might be following his style, Jolie, because uh, Juan Carlos Ortega is still on his coaching staff, and 
from what I remember, under Chepo, that guy was the uh, he was like the head tactician for uh, for the youth teams, and he would you know he was like uh, Chepo's uh, right hand man. Oh, I didn't know. I I didn't know he. I heard his name. Yeah. I didn't know he was he was from back then. I thought he was. I thought he had came with um with JCO's group. No, no, know? he's been. He's, yeah, did, he's been in the. Did his stock for... just uh, jump up a few points, Joel? <laughs> to me, it did. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking Chepo's really running the team behind the scenes. Dude. When, I, when I heard Juan Carlos Vega's <laughs> name, I'm thinking this guy's got a a, a, a direct line. You know. A, a back channel straight to Chepo, and Chepo calls him up and says, "Hey, fix this, fix this. Call up this player." <laughs> nah, man, I don't. Hey, I, I just think he's good at what he does. So you know, he's... so, he's so like... you think that it's it, it's a good idea, Joel, but it's not uh, the execution is just not there. Yeah, because because we we just like players. It's it's a theme we keep coming back to, John. Where it's like we only have. Great. To carry on this mighty task in one night? Yeah, we just. It's coming to Netflix, man. Yeah, man. We we only have like 12 players in Europe. About half of them are like starters, the other ones are like bench or journeymen. So I I think for, for that, we would need twice, maybe three times as many players. And doing good to pull right. off some of that stuff, so that we're just cutting ourselves short. So once again, it boils down to, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I look at this uh, World Cup kind of like I looked at at 2006, where I think Mexico has a, well, I think I think better offensive players, but more vulnerable defensively. Whereas that team was the opposite; it was very good defensively, but had no offense at all. And uh, they'll 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 do enough to to get to the round of sixteen. But then after that, you know, they might give Brazil, uh, you know, uh, another one of those. I don't even want to say it, but uh, you all know the phrase. And, the classical. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. Just 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 add another one to the pelt of of uh, of the jugamos como nunca tapestry, and. Uh, and people will talk, como, you know, the, 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 I don't know how many times I've heard people say, como le casi ganamos Argentina, come on. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> or my friend Ruben hey, uh, Pizarro, who lives time. in Monterrey, who uh, in, in 86 was in the stadium, sorry, Juan, was in the stadium in 86 when uh, Germany played uh, in the quarterfinals against Mexico and they ended up losing the penalty kicks. And uh, he said, estaba atrás del gol, no era foul cuando... Cuando le anularon el gol al, al, al abuelo Cruz, every time I bring up that game, sabes que le anularon el gol al, al, al abuelo Cruz, It's just every single time. So I, I estaba lo vi, lo vi. So I'm, I'm sorry, Juan, go ahead. No, well, I, I think you're right. I think the refs have definitely played a part when Mexico plays Argentina. I mean, in 2006, you had uh, Maxi Rodriguez diving all over the field. You know, every time the, the, you know, he felt a breeze, and the ref would buy the, the, you know, the dives. Well, see, this is why I, I wish that uh, the, 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 the coaches have. Uh, I, I firmly believe that uh, that, that Vasco Aguirre in, in the France game in the World Cup, seeing the way that the French were getting away with, with 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 murder with the ref. I mean, just you know, just basically, the ref was going to call it a certain way, so we're going to play that way. 
And Mexico started doing the same thing, and they ended up getting a penalty out of it, and they ended up winning the game. But uh, yeah, I think. Uh, def- yeah, man. Yeah, and, and in uh, in South Africa, the same thing. The refs once again uh, played a big part, you know. And in Mexico's, uh, in, in this case, it was a meltdown. But it all started with that uh, offside goal. You know? That six-yard offside goal. Yeah, that one. <laughs> That was a blatant one, man. That like I, that almost ruined my. Um, I was in San Francisco with uh, the now wife, and it nearly ruined my trip. That was a. Uh, you know, it's like you have to. You you. So many things are going to have to go right to beat Argentina, and then when you get something like that go against your way, it's like why even bother, man? Hey, hey, like you if, know you're, what? if you're going to give them that, dude, like we got no chance. Right before that, Dan, uh, we were uh, one pass away from having from from Bofo being the RG killer that he's known for. Uh, you know, he was he was wide open. Cheech had a, a easy easy pass to to Bofo. He didn't see him. He, you know, he never yeah he never saw him. He, there was the pass never went through, and and I think you know that that was Bofo's main reason to be there to be the RG killer. That's why I was on the squad. You know, and and I, I applaud Aguirre for making that decision. I mean. Why not? You know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I mean, at least that's players the only like good him, thing I players can like Guatemoc, they have to be on the team, either as a starting role or as a substitute. Uh, I think you have to have guys that can create something, that All right, can so... get under the skin of people. Like that's what that's why I love those two guys too. I mean. The, like those, those are two of my favorite players of all time, just because of their their creativity, their um, their smarts, their savvy, uh, their ability to get under people's skin. I mean, that's that that's that's a that's that's a skill that 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 you could really exploit in, in important games. I was about to ask you if you think that the Giovanni dos Santos deserves the same uh... no reverence, reverence. No. But 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 the answer with the way you just described both those guys, the answer is is a firm no because he is. He is nowhere near that kind of player. He's different, you know, and not, not to say that he's not as good as Bofo. I mean, I don't think he's as good as Guatemoc. I think he's better than Bofo was, but but different, different, uh, different approach to to to, to how they, they approach the game. The um, Giovanni, I think, mostly relied on his skill. He didn't. I don't think he he doesn't seem like he he he, he likes to incorporate any of the the, the mental aspects, the the dark arts. Hey, um, uh, to answer uh, Sir Sergio Cruz's uh, question, yes, if if Bofo's a RG killer, he just he had that he earned that reputation in in Copa Libertadores, uh, playing for Chivas, and I think uh, probably Jolie can, you know, expand on that a little more. How many goals did he score against Boca, Joel? I think we lost Joel. He's he's he must have stepped away. I think it was either wasn't it a hat trick? I think so because I know they were they there was like the spitting incident and the and the mucus you know. Oh, I'm back. Yeah, I'm so back, it, did a, did a, did a mm. Bofo get a hat trick against against Boca? Oh, I know he scored two goals. Two, one of them just from, two, okay. from way far out. But for like yeah. 35 yards, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's those were all at the Jalisco though, and then the it was zero zero at at the Bombonera. But they, they were rustled by him clearly, right? They were. Yeah, when you get someone when you get someone to spit at you, you did something right, man. 
yeah, the, um, Palermo and, and the coach. And, and there's this one scene where some guy jumps, he jumps into the field to try to, to try to like attack him. And when he, when he, he goes back in the stands, you see the security guard helping him. <laughs> you can clearly hot, see him. <laughs> Which was like a bit surreal, but yeah. Yeah, that deserves a <laughs> That's right, John. You know, John, I get sometimes accused of being a little anti Chiva, dude, but but you know, you got you t- I, I tip my hat to, to the ones who I think deserve it in, in my personal opinion and you know and, and Bolfo is definitely a dude that much respect. I didn't think uh you know, I know we talked about it already, but his inclusion in that World Cup squad was well, warranted in my opinion. You, you know, he, he was doing really good with Javares and I, I think people forget that um he how well he was playing with that team. And and then uh in the friendly games they were leading up he looked good, and he, against what I think it was Holland and Italy, and and he looked good. But then once the World Cup started, he didn't play a, a single match of the first round, and then they threw es que, him in es there. Que lo estaba escondiendo. Lo estaba escondiendo. Yeah, they they started him in, and uh, everything just went wrong. And, and I think. Well, let's not pretend that that other coaches didn't do that because four years previous, uh, La Volpe did the exact same thing, but with Guardado. Yeah. <laughs> it- Hey, dude, you know what? Um, just to add on, Buffalo, Buffalo was doing so well, and how he had Hawaii's, Hawaii's playing so well that even uh, Vela's older brother, uh, I don't know if you That's guys right. know, Alejandro, Alejandro yeah. Vela got called up, you know, to a few friendlies. Yeah, they were Because teammates. of Buffalo? Yeah. Oh, man, I, I had so. almost forgotten about his brother. That's, that's true, man. Alejandro? You think he's a big basketball fan, too? <laughs> He's probably here in LA, man. You know what's funny though? They look very similar on the ball. <laughs> I mean, like, I like a bit, a bit. For a moment, like they're like, you know, they definitely look like brothers, you know. But they're not, you know. Dan, I thought you said they kind of look similar, and I'd be like, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he has his brother play a couple games for him. <laughs> he could go. They can, they can get <laughs> away with it, man. Yeah, he could go see a concert or something. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna tell. No one's gonna know. It's like, okay, it's like dropping form. Yeah, I don't think anybody would catch it. <laughs> I was hoping that we would have a uh, have some 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 crema on, on the show tonight, but we did we did not get any. And uh, so I was I was hoping to talk a little uh, of the uh, America Cruz Azul, the the uh, the big game. Oh, that is the big game, John. Over, over over the weekend, you know, in my opinion, probably the the the, the second biggest rivalry <laughs> in uh, in uh, in Liga MX. Uh, I mean, I think you know, you know, different than the than the Monterey and, and then Guadalajara uh, uh, games, but uh, just because both teams had won so much, you know, at a certain point in their in their uh, in their histories. And I did get to see Cruz Azul play against Monterrey. I was the spotter on the field. Actually, my arm and, and I think my my, 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 my wristwatch uh, made it on TV. And uh, Cruz Azul got some... I, I was I was surprised with how uh, how big they are. I mean, they were some big boys playing, uh, playing, playing for Cruz Azul. 
and I got to see uh, Chaco's kid, uh, Santiago Jimenez. He he played for a little bit as a striker, and I was just curious to see uh, how fans uh, felt about him. They're like, "Please start as like he's like he, you know, we're we're so terrible at that position. We might as well give him a chance." So maybe we'll see more of uh, of, of of Chaquito play for uh, play for for Cruz Azul. And then the other guy that that was that I was very impressed with was Montes. Man, that guy is a monster. He is like every bit of six four, two hundred and whatever pounds, two hundred twenty pounds. He is a that guy, and he's and he's a good player, man. He's good with the ball. He's excellent in the air. He's a great. Uh, he's really good around the goal. Uh, offensively, you know, like on set plays, just a, a, he, he's going to be a superstar, I think. Montes. I'm not sure why he's still in Monterrey, to be honest with you. The, 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 he's the kind of guy that it's not the the you know the Sporting Gijons and the Udineses of the world. I mean, that's the kind of player that the the the, the big boys come uh, come and look for. So, what is the deal with him? I mean, he's 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 a fringe player on the NT at best. Well, he's only what 19 or 20 years old. I get that, but he's been yeah. playing for a while already, though. I mean, he has, and I'm not sure. You know, he and he he started with Salcedo at the Olympic team, and they were, uh, you know, they looked good together. They were a good pairing. It's like, you know, this should be the pairing for the next ten years. And don't you think, like, if he's if he's, and, and I don't know. I mean, like I know Moreno. You know, he he's he's like the most tenured guy, but and, and I know I'm, I'm a little bit biased with 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 Araujo, but like you know, he's still relatively young, still also. Why not? Bring in like if if you see that much potential and he's already I mean he's got his position locked down on one of the better teams in Liga MX, you you would think that he'd get more more reps. I, I mean, I don't Edson think gets more reps. Osorio rates him as much because he probably you know has a big bug up his ass. Well, he's only good with his right foot and not his left. Well, God, he's a defender. You know, he's not. You know, he's not Chicharito. Yeah, he's a defender. To... Yeah, he's a defender. You know, and a Precisely. good one at that. So I bet you, I bet you that has something to do with it. I th- I, I have found it curious though that, that of, of, of of and we get to see guys like Alanis and Ayala continually get reps where oh. where the majority of us probably think that man I'd rather see other guys get a chance before that those two those two it sounds like, it sounds like somebody's like like stamping passports right now. <clears throat> Oh, that's me, John. Sorry about that. Are, 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 are you, Hoyle, are He's you counting his fists? Are you, are you stamping oh, passports? No, no, no. Yeah, you got a little, you got a little side business going there, Hoyle. Are you? Uh... I was trying to get in the chat because I was, I was missing it, but I couldn't find the tab. Yeah, ya llegué. Okay. Maybe, maybe he, you know, he, he sells micas on the on the download. <laughs> in, the, in the Parque MacArthur. Andale. You know, <laughs> it's funny. I was, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, hey, hey those exactly guys, hey, hey, Jan, those guys just said they got your grandma right here. Or, yeah, I, or I saw that, you know. <laughs> I was gonna... oh, this show is officially this this free. Let's not let's not let's not. You know, this is this is why nobody <laughs> likes them. Forget that. I'm sorry. This is why nobody likes them. Who's that? America. America fans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they, that's they, they, they take it there. I mean, from the get go. I mean, just from the very start. You know, they don't. They don't. There's no romance. Just you know, from the just they come out guns hot from from the from 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 the very beginning. 
Yeah, I wonder where, where our, our local put American it back in the holster, is. man. Put it back in the holster. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. But as but as far as Montes is concerned, I mean, I, I, I do believe that it's because Osorio just doesn't rate him as high as the other guys for whatever. Or maybe he's like, well, he's too young. You know, he's. I'm not sure what it is, but but do I do you think, think that uh, he, you do think he's in the minority, and you do think he's probably going to be in Europe uh, relatively soon. I think that had he, had he been playing on the national team and, and 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 starting right now and like you know being the starter in the World Cup, which I think he could easily do, honestly, I think that yeah he would absolutely be uh, well on his way to uh, to to doing that. But like you said, it just is not getting the opportunity. So who's going to be our coach then moving forward? Well, that that is a. That's a good question. You think, uh, you think those it? brainiacs at the FMF are, 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 are pondering on that now? I would Probably hope not. so, but I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wasn't Almeida like been the biggest, the biggest one, they, the, the biggest rumor since forever? Wait, yeah, rumor but this for season what? is uh, these last two seasons so are, are, are hurting, are hurting his uh, his chances. His Wait, you know, you know what? But yeah. that's what it was. Rumor. Uh, I think his his agent has been very good at that at, at promoting Almeida um, because you you could go back. There's been there's been offers for him pretty much since day one. If it wasn't uh, New Wells, it was Racing, it was San Lorenzo. Uh, the newspaper article that came out in England in a, like some type of Inquirer type newspaper. You know, oh, Daily Mail or the yeah, one of those, man, they were talking about Almeida to the EPL. So I, I just think those that's just always been his promoter, just, you know, to keep him to keep him in the limelight. Um, the, the rumor right now is Almeida to Monterrey. That's that's what? the main one. So, yeah, you know what? Because because, you know, what La Volpe, um, you know, he has that that that. Uh, that YouTube blog, um, he was um, he's been touting uh, Monterrey as as a big team now. So I wonder if if and has him uh, what's his name uh, Mohamed like being kind of uh, the big candidate right now for Mexico too. He got the uh, he got the boot in the game I was doing, uh, and like in the thirtieth minute, it was pretty funny. He's another candidate. Uh, there's no question, and you know he's. But but I, I have a feeling it'll be it'll be Piojo. Yeah, Pio, Piojo's been getting um, a lot of love lately, even even from traditional rivals. What's in um, Jose Jose promoting him a few weeks back. Well, there you have it. It's official. The uh, if that's really the case, then whatever problemas Piojo had are officially now lifted. Yeah, and and you saw that they kind of dropped it. There wasn't that much noise made from the whole Toluca thing with uh, Cristante, the whole trying to give him the choke slam. And uh, hey, hey. what happened? Is is that going to be the new bofeteada? Uh, uh, uh... No, nah, I don't think it went anywhere. I, I think he just... You don't think so? 
No, I mean, if he would have actually done it, but he didn't, you know. Well, he, he did, right? He, he slapped him, right? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Cristante gr- grabbed Piojo by the neck. No, no, but Martinoli. I'm, I'm talking about Piojo uh, slapping Martinoli. He, you know, the putazo he probably thing. gave him a little, a little, what did I call that? I, I gave that a name. But yeah, it, it probably will be that, yeah. The, the, the bofeteada at Martinoli? El bofetazo. El bofetazo. Con guante blanco. Yeah. Well, that was the putazo. <laughs> <laughs> that was how, uh, when Mexico won the Olympic team, that was how Jose Ramon uh, ate his words. Bofetado con guante blanco en mi cara. That was a little... I don't know. It's like really, dude. That 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 that's how you're gonna take your lumps. Somebody, please, please give me a couple of slaps on my face with my white gloves. Oh, dude. <laughs> the, I, I think uh, he was he was so disappointed, right? <laughs> well, you know, I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, they were interviewing Jesus uh, Jesus Corona's family, and the mom or one of his relatives said he said he said you must be. It was. It was like, it was like, oh yeah, were, were you sad that they won, or like, like you, or something like that? Like you must have been sad that they won. To the to the TV guys, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I think the only one who was happy was uh, I remember Martinoli saying he wanted to be buried uh, next to uh, or with uh, Cepillo, you know. Now that's another one. So uh, last week, Joel mentioned that that a phone call was made. Oh. Last week, and uh, and 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 uh, you know the, the, the very faintly voice that says, "It's like you will make sure that you have Odie better on the World Cup team." And then hangs up, you know. And then uh, the next day at the press conference, uh, Osorio announces, "Yeah, I'm going to take three forwards." And of course, Odie was on the list. <laughs> so, so, uh, the, 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 but but he did not play in either either of these two games. No, he he played in the in the in the Iceland. Oh, he played against uh, against uh, Iceland. You're right. I forgot. He did, he did play against Iceland. Hey, I'm on it today, John. You know, I paid attention. <laughs> you are killing it, dude. You are you are absolutely just 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 uh, smoking us. Don't act like you're not impressed. <laughs> and then uh, you know, as far as the. Uh, the forwards uh, again, uh, for whatever reason, at least in the uh, well, actually no, there wasn't really anything uh, to, to write home about uh, f- from that position at all. I mean, uh, Ticharito when he played it, didn't get any service at all. Uh, when he was in a, a danger position, he seemed to always be offside. Unfortunately for him, he just he didn't really uh, he didn't really make his presence. Uh, he didn't have any kind of impact on the game at all. Which was uh, unfortunate, but then I, I, I could probably say the same for uh, Raúl Jiménez and for Oribe. So no, no. It was was it really their fault? No, not at all. But uh, you know, and I did see uh, Javier, you know, hustle back to you know, try and be part of the build up, and uh, it was just uh, I, mean, I think that was probably the most disappointing part of the whole Croatia match was that Mexico did not generate one. Decent I thought story. I was disappointed in, in the starting lineup uh, with uh, with the inclusion of Govea, who I believe plays more of a defensive midfield role uh, with his club in in, um, in Belgium. Where I thought maybe since he's always touting the abilities of uh, uh, Jonah Gonzalez as as a player with more attacking ability, why not put him there? Uh, right. To, 
I mean, I, I thought that was like, you know, once Herrera wasn't going to be able to start, you know, and, and that's another disappointing thing too. And, and thing and why I have lingering questions, because I think if, if Mexico's at their strongest, if they have their, their absolute best players available, I do think they, they could, they're, they're capable of, 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 of putting up a good game against anyone, but when, but they're not deep. And, and, and you see that, that with just a couple players missing, the, the level drops dramatically. Govea, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't like him in that position. If anything, I thought he was he, I, I, more, more of a holding midfielder role, I, I, not, not as an attacking role. And I think that's what that position, the way, the way he has not playing, it requires an ability to connect with the, with, 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 with the, with the, with the forwards. And, and I, I didn't, I don't see that, that, that creativity in him. Well, I guess that's what's so frustrating for me with Osorio is is that the one position where Mexico is just, you know, for what he wants to do, is just for whatever reason it, it just it just he just refuses to put somebody who is a, you know, a top notch defensive midfielder. Period. But you know, it, it just for whatever reason he can't get past the fact that they're only five seven or they're only you know five five or whatever it is. You know, they're not they're not six four like. Like Diego Reyes, and I'm sitting thinking, man, you know, Diego Reyes is well. You know, John, <clears throat> I think what it is is, um, and I, it's going to be a, a criticism, or you know, it's a point that that Martin Del Palacio brought up on Twitter. I, I was, we were discussing it, and uh, and those guys, what are they called, soccer nerds, where they they bring out all these stats and stuff, right? Uh, and their their point was that Osorio's trying to go with. Uh, with players that are more well-rounded, even in the back. So the the, the guy that's going to play defensive mid or holding mid, you know, he's got to be able to to <clears throat> to distribute. So basically, what they're saying is that he's looking for for a Tony Cruz or or or, or a Pavel Pardo, you know, or even a a Torrado in his early days um, with the national team, or you know, as the the younger version of Torrado. Right. Uh, um, but I. I I, I, I get that, right. but he's trying all the wrong players, man. I mean, that's uh, that, that's the part that I don't understand. It's like if your if your system is predicated on on the style of play you have, where you where your entire team moves, you know, up and down in unison, and you put just ridiculously amounts of ridiculous amounts of, of of unnecessary pressure on your back line, you need that 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 central defender who's going to defend first, and then maybe you know. You know, just, you know, you know, be, be, be the first line of defense. You know, period. And he just yeah, well, doesn't have the, that guy because you know Herrera, Herrera just doesn't have the the and, and it's nothing against him at all. Don't get me wrong, but he just that's not how he's wired. He's not. I, wired. I personally think Jonathan could do um, Dos Santos could do a decent job at it in that role. I, I not, not so much defensively, that. but I think protecting like a lot. I think he'd be able to, to alleviate a lot of those. Horrible errant passes uh, that expose the defensive line. I think he'd be able to fix a lot of that because he does play a lot of simple balls. He's not scared to just like you know just let's just pass the ball back and forth a little bit to you know draw them out a little bit. You know he's smart. He's really smart. And and, and while he doesn't, he's not the most imposing player defensively. I think when I think it, he'd be able to protect the ball a lot better than probably better than anybody else can. Outside of maybe Rafa, so, and that's the thing is, is that he plays he plays the Herrera dos Santos 
Guardado midfield, which think, oh, this is going to be great. But then he makes Herrera, you know, puts Herrera in the middle and and uh, and yeah. Santos on the right. It's like, dude. Yeah. Because you, know, you want you you want to see at least I like to see Herrera take those chances where in a position where he's not he he's not endangering the entire like backline right and exposing them to to because he does take chances he 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 will try to play the, the fancy play yeah I mean that 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 that's where he's at his best but 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 make him you know think that he has to go back and cover somebody that he's not necessarily as good at just. So, so I mean, I, it, 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 it's very hard for me, Juan. I'll, I'll, I'll let you uh, jump in for, for me to think that Mexico's have any kind of success where they're their absolute weakest position is the most important one, in my opinion, on the field, is which is the defensive midfield. Go ahead, Juan. You know, what I don't get to me, it doesn't make sense, is for the past two cycles, um, you know, Jonathan Dos Santos has really, he's, he hasn't really been deployed. Like, he hasn't really. Um, played much for Mexico. He hasn't uh, really brought to the team what he what he has. And I, I remember making this point in in, in, in earlier podcasts uh, uh, that that you know Jonathan Dos Santos he was gonna be the guy that could quarterback if you put two more athletic uh, center mids in front of him because he's obviously he, he's just not very you know he's not very fast. He's a he's a little he's his pace you know his his first five steps are a little slow. Um, so he's, it's kind of like watching a semi, you know, get up to speed. So if, if he had guys that can cover him, it, I mean, you can make it work. And I think Guardado and Herrera, who are more active, they've, they've got more energy and, and, and with Tosanto sitting behind them, you know, kind of distributing to the wings and, and even, and connecting with, with that midfield, like for years, for years, for me, I've seen it, I see it like the way you guys see it, but. I don't know the managers. The, every manager in Mexico has doesn't see it, you know. His cambio de juego, dude. Yeah, ridiculous, man. With either foot, like nobody's able to do that like him. I mean, he buys he, like uh, like I, the way I see like uh, on if the team's attacking to, with his quick thought and his and his ability to kick the ball with either foot accurately and change the the, the field of play. He he buys your offense a couple of critical extra seconds where it could be enough to just create a goal chance. I mean that's that that's especially in an international game where where, where you're going to be playing. It's going to be faster paced. You need that extra little bit of time to to be able to make the right decision or or to get an extra time on the ball that I think he he provides. And 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 yeah, man, I I saw it too. Like I think we've been seeing it for the last possibly even three cycles where he, 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 he just, he, we don't, we don't see, there's no, there's no better passer on the national team squad that he's a very elegant shape. player. It, it, he's yeah. Like, yeah it, it, uh... now, with him on the midfield, remember uh, before uh, the, the whole, um, the hooker gate thing where they all got suspended going to Copa America. Um, but right before they played Colombia, like, they played Colombia's like full strength team. Remember? Right, that, uh, that that U twenty three team played Colombia, and they absolutely paid them off the field. You know. Oh, I was so looking forward to that Copa America with 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 it was he and and Fabian and uh, I mean they had a really good team, and of course they all you know the, you know the really good David Cabrera was on that, and they were the ones that were having the. Didn't did that team make it to the next round? No, that was the first time in Copa America that Mexico was uh, kicked because they. Oh, were they had to send the. Yeah, um, 
and, and I remember Guamnabol was like, "Really, you're going to suspend the players for this?" <laughs> I mean, they were like, "They were like, really?" That that's the one where, um, yeah, Concacaf didn't let Mexico take take any other. You know, and 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 you know, I, I'm I was okay with that because I mean, there's no way with with Mexico having more players in Europe, there's no way a club's going to let is going to let a player play uh, two tournaments in a summer. It's just not going to happen. So I was, I was, I was cool with the, especially with, I mean, that you, as, as, as Juan said, they played Colombia really well. They played Ecuador really well. I mean, they were, they were on the verge of, it was, it was going to be a great little team. Well, they did win the, the, the gold medal. So they, they were an interesting team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, exactly. I mean, they, they were very talented. It was a talented group. You're uh, you, you are exactly, uh, exactly right. But anyway, uh, back to, uh, the, the 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 current uh, condition of the squad. So 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 Dan, you say that Govea is more of a of a defensive midfielder, and again they have him in a situation where where he's not playing in, there's not playing to his strength. That that's 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 what I see. I don't see a very dynamic player. Um and and from what I gather, I, I mean I could be wrong, but from what I gather and what I've seen, um, what little I've seen uh, from his time in Belgium is that he does play more of a, a central midfield midfielder role like in the center of the midfield so i, I yeah it, it it seemed like an odd place to, to slot him and and maybe he wanted to create a little bit of balance in the midfield and and to have pizarro roam more freely i don't know if that was maybe but it didn't work yeah yeah hey, it was, hey. guess one um you know what i um since, since we're talking about the midfielders and stuff, um, is it true Jonathan Gonzalez can still get uh, called up by the U.S.? No, it... not true at all. Uh, he, uh, he he filed signed, the paperwork. He basically filed like 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 the like the the, the one time <laughs> the, the one time, time the one yeah the one time switch where you you burn I mean you, you burn your bridge and you're done and you can't do it. So no, that that's categorically false. That uh, that he can switch back to the states. Just like Jesse Gonzalez, the goalkeeper for uh, Dallas, for FC Dallas, I'll have to call him Dallas Burn, for FC Dallas, uh, cannot go back to Mexico. Yeah, he did the one time switch too. He did what the one time switch. Well, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I I just don't think it's a smart choice. I mean, all the players that have done it, uh, going from Mexico to the U.S., they've kind of they 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 you know fall out of the picture, like uh, uh, what's his name, homie. Well, didn't Homie go to? Uh, didn't he go to the World Cup? Did he go? Didn't he? Did did, he was, I thought he did. Man, that that that's one that I that I really got wrong. <laughs> El Homie, I, I I man, like his speed was just crazy. Like, and and when and when he was like, you know. On the rare occasion when 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 the play worked out for him, man, like he'd smoke his his, his defender. Um. So as far as in, like an attacking uh left back, the dude was just was crazy fast, and and but Carson did him in, man. Him like many others. No, so Elhomi evidently did not uh, make make the World Cup. He only got as far as the. Uh... But he was also no, it, on, the, on that Preolimpico that, that Hugo had, and he's one of the quemados. So. It does seem, though, that the U.S. seems to be more... And I don't know if you can really draw that conclusion, but 
on some level, it appears that that they're capping players just to not let Mexico at the go. off chance that they're that like you know like either way you know we win you know like if if he turns out good great if not but it's one last player for them to pick from, which is fair you know. I mean, I think that's where the players have to make uh, some tough decisions on who they really want to represent. I think and, uh, or, Francisco or, or Torres who... is another guy. Well, but no, no, he but he, see... but he did make he did make make it to the. Uh, he went to the World he Cup. He played huh? South Africa. Yeah, he played in South Africa. Do you think all those quemados uh, from the from the Paralympico in two thousand eight are they like, like 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 Bran uh, Bran Stark in Game of Thrones when when the Night King grabs him and he has like a, or Harry Potter just has a. Has a has has a death scar on them for life. But Mark, they just, yeah, they they they, just, they they can't shake it. That's why I was so happy to see hear about Landin and um, apparently having success in Costa Rica. I I I didn't follow him. I wasn't following him, in that, but I from a coworker tells me he's a big uh, um, fan of um, Herediano, and they're really happy with him. I was like, that's great, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see the guy doing well because that, that of course it, it, it impacted the, all those players' careers. It's clear. I mean, I think back at, at all the ones that were on that team and the only one that I can remember who, who has survived rel- relatively unscathed was, uh, was Ochoa. Everyone else is, I mean, they had, I mean, some are no, no longer playing all together. Some just, you know, fell off the face of the earth after that. I honestly, like in hindsight, see it as one of the more tragic things as far as like soccer goes, as far as the, the national team and, and players that, that that had futures or bright futures. One of the more tragic things that I, that I think I've seen because like uh, we saw our coach get fired for for no for really no good reason. You know, it was just an incredible, just an incredible uh, circumstances that lined up in the in, in that game that arguably ruined that entire generation of players. Hey, hey Dan, did you, did, did, or, 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 or Joel, you guys go to those games? Cause they were here in Carson. I think I did. You win. Yeah. You remember Hugo getting the, the La Volpe chance <laughs> when they were struggling? Oh. I think it was against Canada. They, they lost the, they were losing against Canada and they, he started getting a La Volpe chance. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it? So they, there was it. they tied Canada. Or did they beat Canada? But they lost to uh, Guatemala, right? Um, and man, they, I don't they, even they, remember. They, I just, they, I just remember played, that one fateful game. I, and I they just, played ID, and they had the win by was it five or six goals? And they were just missing chance after. I mean, like they could have won twelve zero. Yeah, oh. five on zero, and they would miss the goal. You you know what the, the saddest part too was? Uh, well, I mean. It, it was more pathetic than sad. It was Guatemala. The Guatemala fans, when they lost their game, they were like every goal that they received, they were celebrated because it was going to be that much harder for Mexico. Uh, it was the most. Well, it was one of the more surreal things I witnessed. Like that whole thing was just like, man, dude, come on. How do you fire him? Like, how do you fire him? Like, did you guys just witness the same thing? Come on. Hey, this that 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 was a traumatic experience for those players, and they might contain the death mark and all that, but I think. I think the cream rises to the crop, man. To the top, I mean. Those players weren't going to amount to anything even if they won and went through. Did, did you say the Azul Crema rises to the top? Yeah, the Azul Crema rises to the top. So the, those players, they might have been a little bit better, but they weren't going to Europe. They weren't going to be our future generation or anything. Mm-hmm. They're just... Beto, not, not that this is a scientific or anything at all, but 
this what you're saying just reminds me of a uh, the Little League World Series where I was watching it and uh, one of the players, um, you know how they always bring back the guys that turn into pros or whatever, and um, they're showing a clip of him um, choking, screwing up, and uh, he little kid was devastated. You know, he was crying, whatever, bawling, upset that he that he wasn't able to to, to come through for his team. And you know, and, and he comes back and talks about how the the support that he got after that horrible moment in, in, in his early career shaped him to be a winner later. Yeah, I'm the cabron. I'm just saying, like he's like he's like you know, if it wasn't for that support, you know, like I, like you know, he it, it, he was able to put everything in perspective. You know, he got the proper guidance where he was able to work through it and become better. And he was able to, to taste <coughs> real success later on. I do think there's something to be said about that. You know, like if. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I agree. That's sort of a different situation, though, because it's a young kid and the fans aren't really going to drill into a young kid like they are going to these adults. And and hopefully like. But uh, they're not adults, man. I mean, well, I know you well, like maybe they're illegally they're speaking to you, but I mean, I don't know where you were when you were 18, but when I was 18, I mean, shit, well, like till I was 30, I was pretty stupid. So uh, I, 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 I'm sure their family. Yeah, don't sell yourself short. You can say that to, up to you were 40. <laughs> I'm not 40 yet. So no, like, I'm, I'm, sorry. So. I'm, I'm sure, right, I'm right. sure their families were supportive. I'll, I'll jump on that. On that. Those closest. You, then. Those closest to them were probably very supportive and everything, but the whole news outlets that were covering this and the and the fans that were just like such a disappointment and that that's what affected them. That's what I think traumatized them because it was a huge failure and and it's. I mean, I mean, some of those guys. I mean, I mean, I, I think. I mean, think of. I know. I know. It's very easy in hindsight to say, oh, "Well, those guys they were they working about the in the world." You know, but we have but we have no idea how how things would have turned out. Like I think of like a, like a Gauchito Avila, who, you know, he was he was uh, at that time the next the next the next great thing for Chivas, right? Uh, That's another one, Juan. Yep. Hey, but you Juan. know what? He, he got a he got a career ending injury, dude. That his problem was he he got injured and he just his injury. He yeah, it's because it's marcado, way. Yeah, I think so, man. Definitely, all those guys. I mean, like yeah. Cesar Villaluz, that guy freaking. Yeah, he had a t- like the worst concussion I've ever seen on a soccer field. Just, just never the same since. And then like, what about uh, El Torito Silva? You know, El, El, More, El More Mosqueda. They, they all, you know, Chip, I think Chepe Guerrero, he still, he got a few more call-ups with the senior team after what, that, right? What was the name of the 15-year-old kid from Cruz Azul? Martin Galvan. is Martin the, Galvan. Oh, there you go. There you go. He's Wasn't there another one, to too? Like... <clears throat> With a G, like Garsh or something like that, or oh, uh, uh, oh the, traffic, traffic watch, traffic, yeah, <laughs> Tra- traffic watch. According to football manager, he was he was the next best Speaking thing. Of, of traffic boys, there's there's uh, the, uh, aside from the classical, I don't want to use the word California. I'll, I'll call it classico chilango. There's el 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 tráfico coming up this weekend. It's so artificial, John. <laughs> I was the, laughing when I saw that. I guess that's what they're calling it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. El Trafico. <laughs> <laughs> what a great name. Calvan seems to have cashed in early on. Huh? From yeah, what I heard. 
he, he uh, go ahead. No, he seems he kept inviting ladies to his to his hotel room. I want to know whose ladies it was because I have a feeling that he was uh, <laughs> he was taking He's junior a, swimming oh, in, in, in in forbidden pools is what is is what I think was going on. You think he was at Waterburger? Somebody's daughter, man. Um, average. I think it was. It was. There was. The, the, there were relations. I don't know if it was a daughter or a wife or a sister, but there was. You know, he 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 got the the Capitan Furia treatment for sure. Yeah, he got completely erased. Uh, it was it kind of makes you wonder. Yep, and then he's in the Spanish. But he also got hurt too. He also injured his knee. So, but but yeah, he was the one that even uh, I think even Tim Vickery. Down in South America, always, uh, always talked about like you know, keep an eye on this guy from Cruz Azul. Is... Well, they they debuted him right in the Interliga game, um, Marcarian. Yeah, Sergio Marcarian. Yeah, because because I guess there was a lot of uh, foreign clubs like trying to poach him. Right. Wow, so many. That was uh, a, a pretty a pretty rough trip down down memory lane for. <laughs> for a lot you, of you folks, know, man, we 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 can do like an entire series on that, and just for hours and hours and hours. But but that is that is a, co- a like, culminating like, moment. Like you, like you know, Jolie had like a had a thread on that guy since he was like like six years old. The the next Mexican white kid, <laughs> Tau- 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 <laughs> no, 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 it was not Galvan, dude. It was it was Brian Alvarez. Oh, I, I thought it was Galvan too. Though eventually you you started drinking Galvan, right? <laughs> it started. It did for a while, but uh, I had one on a extra contest stuff. Though got that got that kid though, didn't he? The the the, the traffic kid. Oh, traffic watch. Yeah, I didn't know. That and, and an I, injury too, or didn't? And I think he had like a European passport, huh? I have honestly, I have no idea what happened to Taufik. I think he was in Tecos and I don't know. But we there was Santos actually got one of those wonder kids too who didn't pan out. He's still on the squad. I don't see him on that team, man. Hey, Pablo Barrera was on the team. Dinamita. That's the only one that. Uh, but then he got marked too. He he got that injury, man. I wouldn't say he's marked. I think he was unfortunate, man. I think he's had a. a, a... He's had a rough career, but he's a pretty solid career, man. Like uh, I, I, mad respects for that guy. When when before his injuries came, um, he was our he was one of our answers. Hugo Ayala was on it. So Wait, out of what? all those t- out, out of all the twenty three players, Hugo Ayala, Cata Dominguez, Cata Dominguez. Yeah, but but, but, but uh, career. all those guys, only uh, Ochoa, like 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 was a fixture on the national team. Jonathan Orozco. <laughs> he didn't play. Yeah, I think that's what salvaged him. <laughs> Wait, what? What happened to Kalusha's kid? Was it Biyik or Kalusha? Biyik. Their son was in Mexico, like in the youth team. It is Any, Anybody know what happened there? Uh, I, uh, I'm not sure. I know that. Uh, th- there used to be some great threads on some of those uh, younger foreign players. I remember this one guy, but was it Brian Leva or something like that? That was. Oh, uh... Uh, yeah. That's that the guy, me. Jolie. That was the Wonder Kid. It was two. Alvarez and Leva was the other one. And I think Leva was. He was half and half. Half RG, half Mexican. And, right. Uh, and he was playing in France, right? Yeah. He had gotten like. like 
he had been in the Real Madrid. He had gotten a tryout at Real Madrid, and he was getting all this look, and then he just all of a sudden just disappeared. See, but again, that that's that's just. I mean, that's what that's 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 what happens. You know, that's. I mean, and it's gonna, but it's not gonna happen every time. Just like it's not gonna happen every time that a guy pans out. But you know, out out of a hundred sixteen year olds, if you get one to make it, the problem is that Mexico can't scrounge up a hundred sixteen year olds. Juan, I think Juan was like that as a youth. He was a Cascarita legend, and then he he kind of disappeared. He fizzled what happened? Out, like the what happened, Juan? Olympico. Knee injury, too many chelas. What happened? I think he's gone, man. Wow, wow, it's tough. It's... Profit. I thought Profit would 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 answer that question for sure, but no. He's, he's riding <laughs> over the Joel's house to give him a puñetazo. <laughs> puñetazo? Right. That, no, that sounds I, different I, than that way. I, I had asked uh, Dan... Me hace un puñetazo, no me va a dar uno. I had asked Dan last week, Joel, uh, a question that I thought you... Know, I, it sounded like you kind of got a little jealous, so I'll, I'll ask you that... Uh, oh. <laughs> that, that's, that same question this week. So, uh, so if, if, you, if you have an asado, right? Yes, and, and you and you get to invite uh, only one, only only one out, out 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 of these two players. Who 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 would it be? Would it be uh, Alberto Medina? No, oh, no, that's not. That's me. Ooh, Benalo. That's me. Would would it be would it be Omar Bravo or would it be Buffo out of those two? Oh man, it's it's Buffo. It's a no brainer, right? Yeah, it'll be both of my angel. Yeah, probably throw a shoe at me or something, but <laughs> it's be both. Yeah. So yeah. both, both all the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bravo, I like Bravo, but he yeah. he has this look like he's. Do you think Bofo is the sad. kind of guy that, that would smoke the Jeffrey with you? <laughs> yeah, he would offer it. <laughs> he, Are we talking about Bofo? I brought two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be both. Both seems cool. Probably the only guy that would outparty him is is Salcido. Or maybe Fabian, man. Well, it Salcido. depends on what what we're doing. I'd be scared what of... kind of party is. If, it, if it's a kegger, parties. if it's a kegger, I, I like I like Marco. But but, but Salcido a... and Gulit. Yeah, no, Salcido said a different level. On Chivas or party, man. But but Salcido got to the level of normal party and boredom. So after like, I tried, he only wants to party with, with Salcido, man. He, you know. Yeah, he would call the Las Damas con Ramas after like two beers. A new, <laughs> a new level of party. He'll take that party to, yeah. There's no coming back. So I don't that's, that's, you know what? I, that's just his personal taste, man. Like, I don't know if that's really considered partying that hard. You know, that's, you know, he. He maybe just the, all, the, man. maybe just the real the real self comes out like after a couple. And he but it, it's just... like it's like Ronaldo, dude. Which like I don't Ronaldo, judge. you know. Ronaldo had it all, and then they caught him with, with, with you know, lady boys. Well, you know what? He's still the best, despite all that stuff. Which and even at a, even and even at his, at his near three hundred pounds, he was still banging banging the goals in. Yes, I had to make oh, sure I, I clarified that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want any. Uh, Unwanted puns getting it through. But, uh, Reina, Steve will say Sanchez Reina, but that guy seems violent. He he um 
Yeah, dude, that dude seems like the guy that that, that ends up fighting, dude. It's like, come on, man, dude. Like, we were all having fun, dude. It was just a little carrilla, dude. Like, and then you get mad. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's a guy that just tried to start a fight. But but there was rumors he would take guns to the locker room. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. And you, so you don't want to invite you don't want to invite those guys to your to your asados. Just you're, you're still you're still with Buffalo. You don't want to have balazos being fired off at midnight. I'll, glad, I'll mm-hmm. gladly take sal, uh, Salcido and and and, and his uh, preferences uh, over that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, you would sure. so you so you're you you would uh, you you would break bread with 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 Buffalo. You'd party with him. Just Bofo just seems yeah. like he'd be an entertaining dude. Like, dude's eccentric. He's like a little, like, kind of like a Dennis Rodman type. You know, I'm almost does his own thing. Halfway convinced that if that if that if Bofo and Joel went on a went on a you know like like a post party uh, joyride, it would it would be like it would be like training day. But my question is, who <laughs> who would be training whom? Who would uh, be training yeah. whom? It's Bofo, man. I'm I'm pretty yeah. tame in comparison. Okay. You know, I could see a little so, scenario you know, working out where Bofo's like looks over at his at his nice like <laughs> crocodile skin boots that 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 Jolie likes to rock every <laughs> once in a while, and he's like, you know what, man, I like him, man. Can I like I'll, I'll, like I'll trade you shoes? You want to trade shoes? And then and then like would be like, yeah, dude, that let's trade shoes. Then with the pointy boots, I, I, yeah, man. Would they be pointy boots? I, no, well, the ones that. Buffalo doesn't rock pointy boots, but I think he'd appreciate the ones that Joel was wearing. Well, well, they're. Uh, Am I they're, wrong? Yeah. Do you not wear the pointy boots, Joel? Those ski-looking boots. Those those uh, Norteño boots. What are they? What was it called again? They're, they're I don't. I don't have boots. a. Or the crocodile skin. They. They're... <laughs> I don't want to say, but I, I don't know if it's still a thing in Monterrey to, to wear those really pointy boots. They the ones like that get the cockroaches in the corner? <laughs> Pretty much, man. Wow, that is a great uh, great description of that. that is, I've uh, heard that somewhere. That is pretty funny. Uh, so this week, boys, before we wrap it up... Uh, on, on, a, on another incredibly entertaining show. Your Chivas uh, are playing Friday at Morelia, which might as well be Chivas Southwest, right? Because though there'll be a lot of Chivas fans that live in Morelia and will probably make that a pro-Chivas crowd. Is it, at, at this point, boys, I mean, did, 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 did you guys even pay attention? Is the season lost? Or, 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 were, you, or were you still, at, if not watch, at least keep, keep an ear tuned or... Uh, or a, or a, I, I think it has trade. the it has the makings of a very entertaining game. Uh, it, it could be a, a goal, one of those, you know, a goal fest. Yes. Well, for Chivas, yeah. a goal fest is one zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've been That's playing much better now. No terminan. Es, están como el como este le dicen el microondas. So, solo calienta, pero no cocina. Um, <laughs> but, that, that was that was um, Juan's nickname in high school. Um, oh, anyway, <laughs> uh, no, but but they, they've been playing much better, and and some of the players have have recovered. So you know, I, I think they don't have anything to lose at this point anymore. 
I'm pretty sure they're concentrating on the Conca champions. But uh, so I think it should be an entertaining game. All right. Juan, do you uh, do you uh, are you gonna are you gonna tune in or do, do you, if you don't tune in, Juan, do you do you do you <laughs> the match and watch it at your at your leisure? Yeah, yeah, I I, record, I try to record yeah. them. Uh, so do do, the... do you dissect every minute of every match? Like like when you see a goal score, do you like go back to how how did this happen? And then you watch the play and you're like, oh okay, well that's you know I'm gonna make my my, my three year olds do this tomorrow until they puke. He yeah, just simulates yeah. the games on FIFA. Yeah, dude, de- definitely. I, I I I you know I try to get like. Three or four feeds, and I look at all the angles of every play, analyze it, micro analyze. Do you use one of those uh, multicolored big pens where you click like the green and the black and the red <laughs> and the blue? You know what? That's a good idea uh, for a parting gift for Osorio. Be like, hey, dude, you know. <laughs> you don't need multiple use... pens, dude. Yeah, you don't need multiple pens. You can get one pen. <laughs> you know, hey. You, you well, es, que, es que le gusta las rotaciones de la pluma también. Probably, dude, but hey, you you know, multifunctional pin, man. Hey, you are multifunctional players, you know. He the time that he the, the time that he's spending looking for that other pen, like he could have missed a critical play on the field. Yeah. So, in addition to that game on Friday, uh, Atlas is hosting Santos. So then you get you get Friday night, you get Friday night foot. <coughs> yeah. Friday night footy yeah. sometimes uh, that that way your weekend isn't ruined. You know, having to having to make time to catch uh, Santos, but you also have another. You have the yeah, you have the other great window is which is the last game on Sunday, which I always thought was uh, was was the the window that Santos should have because if they had that, you for think years, so? Yeah, I. It's okay. I, I mean, I liked it better when it was like at four o'clock. But I, I mean, there's no way they could do it at four in, in Torreon. It's just it's just not now. I just I, I don't know. I mean. I, I'm okay with it. I, I I do like the 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 Friday games just because like you know I get home from work and I'm like kind of itching for soccer already, and then like the to get to to watch your 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 team. That, you know, that's kind of cool. You know they they do sell at the Walgreens. They sell an ointment for that. <laughs> I'll get that. I'll, yeah. I'll work on that. Yeah, so so they have Atlas, <clears throat> Atlas on Friday. That should be uh, that should be they a flanecito, right? Yeah. Well. I mean, there, there's um, there's some question marks, you know. They're, they're going to have to probably. I'm thinking they they may suit up De Buen to in place of Araujo. So that that's a that's a big uh, a big so, loss. So De, De Buen is going to play the central. I've seen him played in, in, in that role. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that's probably who they're going to they're going to throw out there. Wow, he's got a good shot, De Buen. He's a he's a former former Puma. Yeah, he's so all Santos right. wins. They should. Uh, they sh- they should. But that even 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 with that 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 loss, I still think they they have enough to to beat a, a pretty horrible lot last side. Who where where Rafa has just he has looked every bit of the thirty nine year old that he is. It's just it's now just a, it's a sad. Interestingly enough, though, these injuries come kind of somehow like help his chances, depending on how things work out. <sighs> Oof. Can't be you. He can't be discounted, especially when you. Uh, how many uh, was it? Reyes, Salcedo, and Araujo yeah, both, yeah, both walked out. Four players play the same position in ninety minutes. So, so yeah, and they all, they all got injured. But I, I think Reyes got injured because he didn't warm. He didn't have enough time to warm up. You know, 
Right. It was probably more of a precaution for him than anything else. Probably felt something said, you know what? You know, my 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 my, my sitting on the bench at Porto is, is not going to be able to handle this. So I'm going to have to go sit on the bench here to, <laughs> to get ready. Uh, so on Saturday, the, the, obviously the big game on Saturday is is Lobos Toluca. I mean, when those two teams get together, throw out the records. But uh, hey man, the other game think, that's that night Toluca, is Azul. Keep your eyes on Toluca, man. That's that's my favorite for the for the for the tourney now. They have won what six, like like five or six in a row. They are they are they are a team that that that's on a. That's a team I desperately hope to avoid in the playoffs. They are choking the life out of the Liga MX right now. Is what uh, is what Toluca is doing. No, no, they're playing very well, Toluca. They 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 they're on on a, just a, a an unbelievable streak. They. Uh, <clears throat> they have won uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, they've won five in a row. So if we talk about a three-game win streak and Liga Mekis as being this just this, this juggernaut, you know, turns you into a juggernaut, <clears throat> a five-game win streak, as as Dan points out, it you know makes you the absolute hottest team in the league and the team that nobody wants to play at all. And then of course we have at Clásico Joven. Oh, I was trying not to say it, Joel, the whole <laughs> night. He se me salió. The uh, game between uh, America and Cruz Azul, uh, again, uh, uh, another just massively huge, uh, very entertaining. I would, uh, I, I would love for, for, for Cruz Azul to, uh, to win the game. Uh, just, just for the already, for but, but, but it's almost more, more funny if, if, uh, <laughs> if, if they, they lose. I just blew myself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's a must win for, for the. Cruz Azul, man, they still have a chance to get in the playoffs, but it's just been their coco, you know. Uh, you know, in the, it's very psychological for them too. So a, a defeat could pretty much break that team, which is beginning to show some life. You know, I was at Caixinha at the uh, the game in San Antonio where uh, that I was on the field spotting. Uh, he was out. He was terrific with the fans. The fans were. The fans were actually really entertaining. The fans were as entertaining uh, uh, as as the as, as the match was on the field. Uh, but but Caixinha was was really great with the fans. And I was actually in San Antonio, which mind you is is only a four hour drive from Monterrey, which well then maybe five hours. It's not that far. I mean, it's it's really one of the. There's a lot of regios that live in San Antonio. Is my point. They were outnumbered by the Cementero fans in the stands, which really shocked me. <laughs> so it goes to show that for all the talk of of Monterrey and Tigres being in being a, you know you know you know finally considered winning one of the grandes at least at least in that game showed that they still had a little to go. Now in Houston on the other hand Tigres played Chivas at the BBVA Compass Stadium uh which seats 20,000. They could have played at Reliant Stadium and probably would have sold it out. There there were uh it was uh, a good crowd for them. And uh, just a, a just a, a a great atmosphere for fans to watch the you know the teams that they love play. So uh, good good for the fans to, to create that kind of atmosphere for you know what's essentially uh... now can, can they be moleros for club teams too, or do we have to come up with a different name for for when it's when it's club teams doing it? Uh, I think moleros are molero man. A moleros a molero. Yeah, it's the mole same. Same sauce. <laughs> Same sauce, different city. Yeah, different bowl. <clears throat> Fair enough. And then, of course, on Sunday, the uh, the big game there is is Pumas. Will they will they finally get a win? It seems like it's it, the last time they won was late January. It's been a while. 
and they play uh, Nekaxa. So hopefully Pumas can get off the schneid and, uh, and and take care of that. But uh, it looks like uh, uh, Santos and Toluca are one, one away. So, so Dan, you don't want to see Toluca until until you absolutely have to, which would hopefully be the, uh, the final. I think they'll beat us. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're in second. They're only two points behind with 24 points. And then it's uh, Tigres, America, and Morelia. And then rounding out the top eight are Monterrey, Puebla, and Tijuana with Pumas. Uh, Pumas. Pumas at 16 points, uh, ninth place. And then a big clump at 15. And then Cruz Azul, uh, Guadalajara, and Veracruz are all are all uh, toward the bottom with, with, with the 12 points. And Atlas and Lobos Buap. The Sotaneros, and uh, I mean, h- how blessed is, is Lobos Buap, honestly, <coughs> for, for 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 Liga Mekis to announce this rule or the, this uh, the situation where they're not going to uh, have relegation for two years, uh, and then you know Lobos Buap just just happens to, so they might end up being a permanent member of the league. Although someone tells me that I, they would magically get sold to Atlante. Yeah, I, I could see them. The franchise being sold to another to another club, uh, San Luis, I think. But but isn't isn't um, the league going to promote? Aren't they going to go up to twenty teams? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna promote two more teams, so that they have you know so that way they can let Tampico have a team in Liga MX. But I think I think San Luis, which is half Atlético de Madrid. Well, if they're gonna have teams. if they're gonna have a permanent team league, Joel. Where would you think the uh, the uh, the like the, the the vine franchises would go? So they go to San Luis because of like you said, Atlético uh, Madrid team. I think they have to be. Yeah, no, and also, well, <clears throat> we also had a good venue. I mean, they compared did. to Lobos, they, they they brought in people, which Lobos it's it's very small stadium. Yeah. And how it's interesting like, was it that they had a a, a a a a World Cup qualifier there back in October? Oh man, yeah. In San Luis, yeah. you know, that's that, that's a pretty big signal. <laughs> hey, Neddy, Neddy got his debut there in San Luis, right? Neddy is a, is a, he was born. He's born in San Luis. Born in San Luis. He he is a Potosino through and through. Friend of the show, Metal is is a um, is he a Potosino native? Too? Yeah. Now is he, it is he's it true a, that he's a Azul fan? He, he oh, I was about to ask you. He uh, I'm afraid I just blew myself. <laughs> that is such a perfect way to to, to describe the, the the English language version of of, of a Cruz Azuliada is uh, I mean it's just I, I couldn't think of a better way to do it. I'm afraid I just blew myself. It's perfect. <laughs> it's absolutely perfect. Hey, hey, uh, you, you yeah, so, so the Buffalo Bills in the nineties. Oh. That'd be another good way to describe it. There's a. Uh, so we think San Luis would get one. I think I think Cancun has to have one, or or at least the team that plays in Cancun is going to get one because they're a ninety-year-old team and they have a they have a, a a really bizarre amount of power. Atlante, with with like their their tentacles spread uh, spread pretty far and wide. Uh, I I don't know who their current owners are, but I know that at one point. It was it was the cousin of the of the Scarraga, the, right? At Televisa, you know, it was his cousin, Burrillo, Burrillo Scarraga, too. Uh, so, so, I, so I, yeah, I don't know if he's still associated. He might still be, you know. 
So those are two for sure. So there's there's there's, there's two more that will come. So I think I think Tampico is going to be. So no no Dorados, no chance of Dorados coming back. Celaya. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, they, I, mean they, I know they're long shots, but I, I'd love to see a team from maybe uh, Juarez. When Indios, well, you want Indios to return? Yeah, man. I I I just want to see more uh, northern uh, representation. Would, would they have to change the name because it would be insensitive? No, no. They've already changed the name. They're, they're now they're now Indios, they're now, Indios Finos. They're now no. They're they're, they're just they're just uh, uh, Juarez Juarez FSA, I think. Oh, they did. Yeah, they are FC Juarez. FC Juarez. Yeah. Oh, but I don't think it's the same franchise at all. I think it was a different. It was it was a different set of owners the whole bit. Yeah. Does Chivas own them now, though? The, the FC Juarez. I'm sorry. Or, what, didn't Chivas like uh, uh, buy them or or start them up again? Or I that I'm not sure. Somehow, but, but their uniforms was... look like Atlas or, or Tijuana and Seattle Sounders. <laughs> you know, had a. Had a rough one after a Primus concert, and then you know ended up having a having a having a baby. It was just <laughs> like, like the ugliest baby in history. It was uh, that's what the uniforms are like. It's uh, they're 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 pretty. Rough. So you want to see more northern representation? So that would also include kind of well Tampico, not more, not not really. It's kind of more coastal, but uh, or, but on on the other side, I just think that they, as Ron has pointed out, have 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 the cash to spend. On a team, I think that that's going to be uh, one of one of the driving factors. And you know what surprised me at all, Joel, to see uh, UDG as, as a team that might buy their way back into. Yeah, there's there's money right there. The, um, yeah. Goddamn, I forget their name. Um, Leones Negros. Leanos. Leanos have, right. Oh, the, the owners have a lot of money. Yeah, that. But the, the I think with Texas, that's the Texas would make family. more sense. Yeah, yeah, but, but Leonio... they they do, but uh, but as Joel says, Leones Negros is pretty damn popular in Guadalajara. Oh, yeah, it, it, they, they outdraw Chivas and Atlas together. Yeah, they would make more sense, but uh, yeah, Leonio should just go for that team. You know, Jalisco is in desperate need of. I played. And they must be losing a lot of money right there. I played a golf course that uh, that, that 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 family owns in. Uh, Barra Navidad in Colima. It was uh, it was all right. It, it was it was party. Man, yeah, those those guys, um, the Leaños were, they had they had their hands in um in Mex Loop, in in the Mex Loop, which was um from the Grupo. Catea, no, what was it called? The Guadalajara. Help me out here, Juan. right? No, no, man. The 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 dude they use promotora, la promotora. So la promotora that that managed Chivas for ten years or nine or nine, pretty solid. But so it was some uh, Martinez Garza family. So they they made a lot of money through Pemex, which was some corrupt deal that happened where they they got a contract to sell the lubricants and they were selling Mex Lube and. Uh, and the Leaños were part of that deal too. It's pretty crazy how, you know, how connected they all are. And and right now when um, me and John were doing some sleuthing, so you see the Chivas Akron Stadium, 
and that's that's pretty much wait about wait, my... wait 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 you said you and John were snogging no no we were snogging no no se hace loso oh. no se hace loso en Tijuana um but yeah they, that's still same people uh Martin da Garza the kid he he runs the Acron which is lubricants oh yeah, yeah man. So... Would not be so. I mean, because it looks like they're going to allow teams to. I mean, from what I would understand, like 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 buy back in. So even if they're, uh, even if they're, even if they're really like like the the, the Veracruz guy, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put up another ten million to so I can stay in the stay in there. So it's going to be interesting how how all that pans out. But I do think that there's going to be some some franchises that go away and uh, and and some other cities that pop up that. That that maybe have, tra- have traditionally been a part of Liga and Mekis that weren't uh, that aren't at least not recently been a part. That, you know what that you said that he's willing to put money was that Guri guy from Veracruz. Yes, exactly. He said even if I get pro- uh, relegated, I'll I'll buy my way back and I'll put as I don't know how he makes money though. I don't I don't know what I don't know what his deal is. You may not you may not want to know. You may not want to know how he makes. Oh, I mean, I want to know. He could just buy then. He could just buy Lobos. That was uh, Gallos Blancos too, right? There was like some questionable sources of income, right? Well, that like they were one of those teams that had a had a silent owner that like no one knew who it was at Querétaro at one point. I mean, and then that was the last team in I think it was twenty thirteen that uh, was relegated, but then they bought uh, either I can't remember if they bought Chiapas or they bought San Luis, but but the San Luis team ended up being the one that won. So I'm sorry, they bought the. Uh, 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 it was just oh, or it was Veracruz that bought the team, so La Piedad went to Veracruz that, that had been promoted, and then and then Querétaro uh, bought Jaguares, and then Jaguares changed <laughs> San Luis, and then San Luis ended up being relegated. It's, it's, it's kind of like gender fluid. But team, team fluid. Yeah, it, it, it was the craziest orientation you ever seen in your life. I, I still remember two Veracruz's playing, one in first division and one in second, and, and some of the fans were confused. They, they didn't know which it, team. Man, they have. Have you ever have you ever watched a Veracruz game on TV? Man, they have a. And I think Marquitos was telling us that you know that, that, that <laughs> you know there's plenty of. You know, there's plenty of liquor flowing in, in the stands, but they're at, I mean, as far as like filling up the stadium, they do. That place is always packed. They have good. They have good fans of Veracruz. You know, just the, 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 despite how poorly the team plays, at least you know for the better part of at least my entire life. I mean, rarely has Veracruz, you know, you know, been consistently good, and yet they still uh, consistently sell out their stadium. That'd be a really fun and interesting trip to go to some of these uh, smaller stadiums in Mexico to watch uh, to watch Liga Mekis. Like like Rigo was going to go down to Morelia to catch a match down in Michoacan. That would be uh, that would be a lot of fun. I would go to Querétaro first, John. That's uh, I mean, you know, obviously Chivas. Well, I had a, but because <clears throat> I guess they got a really nice oh. architecture too, is what I've heard. Now, why on earth would you want to go see Chivas, man? I mean, seriously, don't you get enough of them on TV? 
No, no, that's why I said go to Querétaro first. <laughs> so you would you would see you would see Querétaro over Chivas first. No, no, no. I, what I'm kind of really, Chivas fan are you? I, no, I've been to Chivas. I've I've seen Chivas. Uh, you know, I love Chivas. They're the best. Hey, you know? hey what what you do in There's your no personal better, time? Nobody's got better Chivas than your own than business. Us, you know? What you do in your personal time is your own business, Juan. Your own, your own business. All right, boys, we should probably wrap it up. We've been on for just uh, real quickly. I'm not, um, before we wrap up the show. I'd like to ask Coyle a question if he knows um, since this is a uh, a little bit uh, extra cancha. Um, if he knows what what's up with the beef between um, Gael Sandoval and uh, Alan Pulido. Oh man, and and I I didn't I just heard of it, and I didn't even read it. Where Pulido was saying there's there's no beef at all. So I'm gonna have to do some research there, man. I haven't been to the Lavadera recently. Okay. Do, do what think, a letter. Well, it, it's Quaresma, dude. They they probably not eating meat right now, you know. <laughs> so so that means that means uh, Canelo safe for the Clumbeterol, you know. Does that mean that uh, <laughs> no, Canelo, could, Canelo's could, not safe? <laughs> could Gael be trying to out emo Pulido? I think that that... Well, from a little I've read, apparently Alan Pulido did not want to give him the info on his barber. No, <laughs> that, that sounds like something that would trigger them. I mean that that's like, but you you you're gonna be the only pretty one on the team. Like you don't need to be threatened by me. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, if anything, uh, it's a compliment. You know, it's like, hey, man, I, I like your hairdresser, dude. I want the same one. <laughs> that's just funny, man. Me gusta tu look. We'll have yeah, to keep right? an eye on that. I have to keep an eye on that. Well, it sounds like everyone hoping, is. Uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Dave. I was just hoping that that we'd be able to get some info on that. And yeah, this is a little, little bit more into the the, the the inner turmoil of Chivas. Because because usually Joel has his his thumb right on when, when I, something's I going on that. at Chivas, Joel is is, is on it. I, I do know it. I haven't been to the lava with the lavanderas, man. I haven't been with the chismes. I'm actually been out of commission recently. He moved to the OC y se te cortan las no, I, I was uh no I was I was helping uh I was helping knock down some cement with the sledgehammers. Oh, so you were with, oh, you were with, with, with Puro Cruz Azul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. My, my back is shot, dude. I, I, Cruz Azul, I barely walk. Hey, you know what? But I, I heard that uh, if you live in the OC, your your snottiness goes up by like... Yeah, I mean, just if you drive through, it goes up by like 10 points. So I think Jolie's up like 30 points. So definitely. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know then you know, can man. apply the Hugo, Sanchez, uh, the Hugo Sanchez rule of, you know, if you live... You know, like you said, that if you play in Mexico, a game in Mexico is, is and then a game in Europe. A game is, in Europe is worth 30 times what a game in Mexico is. Ah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, so by, by just by just crossing into the OC, Joel, Joel's hit points have, have increased 30 points. Oh, there you hit go. points. That doesn't sound bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, gentlemen, a, a very entertaining show. I, I had a really good time tonight. I think we... Uh, Covered all the bases that we needed to cover. Even got in a little Liga Mekis talk. Uh, we talked a little about Argentina and their uh, their six to one 
goosing they took from uh, from Spain, and of course the uh, friendlies that we discussed, uh, the Mexico's playing. I think all of us are, are in consensus that uh, it's not really that worried, but it doesn't really change our opinion of to how things are going to end up in the World Cup, which is I think a lot of us are kind of in that. It's either right between the three and done, and they they might make it to the uh, to the knockouts. So, can I can I offer a closing thought, John? You may not. No, yeah, go right ahead. Go right ahead. You know, I, we totally forgot to cover that El Equipo de Todos uh, beat Paraguay 1-0, you know, this week. All right, I think we covered that. So thank you. Thank you, Juan, for for uh, for, 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 for bringing that up. Was that Peru? Was he talking about that, Peru? That was, that was uh, El Equipo de Todos. coverage right there, man. Yeah. Oh, the, oh they're still playing. <laughs> I, just, I will. I will say that Peru played uh, played Iceland. And they beat them three to one, and they looked when their red and their red unis looked fantastic. Shit. That that is a good look for Peru. And we haven't seen Peru in the World Cup since. No, since, since I was a kid. Negra. You, you saw the original Black Panther. That's right. Since I was. Savio. negro. <laughs> no wait, I'm confusing players now. I, I, no, I thought Blanca was Eusebio. He's Portuguese. Yeah. No, Brazil in '82. Cubias, I don't think was on that team, but they had a Barbadillo. They had Uribe. Uh, they had. They were doing fine uh, up until they played Poland in the <laughs> second half. The Poles just destroyed them, and then they have, and Bidu hasn't been seen or heard from since. They lost five to one. I think Lato got a hat trick. Uh, so they lost five to one. I mean, this was after Tyne, Cameroon, and uh, Italy both. So they were in prime position to advance. All they had to do was um, either get the one point or uh, or uh, beat Poland, which they could have easily done. And yeah, and then after that, they just disappeared and they just, you know, like like nothing. They were, <laughs> but yeah, but they're back and uh, they have a a pretty reasonable group. They think that they might have some opportunities to uh, to advance. It'll be interesting to see how that works out for the for the for the. I have, I have a, because in honor of I do have this uh, this story. Do you know how offensive that is? Like we're Peruvians. That was correct. <laughs> but uh, of course, we, we 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 do play that in jest. We don't we don't uh, we don't we don't feel like that here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. But it is time for us to go. We do appreciate. Uh, anybody else have any any last final thoughts before we wrap this thing up? Which I've been trying to do for the past ten twenty minutes. All right. <laughs> Dan, thank you very much for joining us, uh, and hopefully uh, your boy Nestor will uh, come back stronger than ever. Hopefully, man. Fingers crossed. Yeah, had a good time. Uh, you know, hopefully when he comes back, his beard is like down to his, you know, down to his belly button, and it just it just gives him that much more. I hope uh, it's character. gray, like 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 Moses. You know, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that would uh, that would be great. Joel, as always, uh, uh, thanks for hopping on. We do appreciate it. Oh, siempre yon. Always a pleasure to be on. <coughs> and, uh, and good luck with your with your Chivas this weekend in uh, in Morelia. And I'll say the same to uh, Juan Uribe, the profe. Profe, did, did, did whatever happened with your Pachuca stuff? Is that? Uh, no, I, 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 are you no longer? Uh, no, lo invitaron. Drinking no, the, no, 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 no more fruit no, no, baskets no, 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 arrived. Um. Yeah, it was no, it was. Uh, now I'm not a part of that program. That uh, oh, okay, so you I'm, you switched groups. Yeah, yeah, I'm with another uh, 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 
soccer school, you could say, or, or, or you know, travel, okay. travel. So they, this one's not affiliate. This one's actually affiliated with LAFC, but it's like a loose affiliation. But they really, yeah. But I guess you know, once we'll be playing, we'll be playing friendlies against uh, the LAFC teams. Uh, well, I have to ask you both before we hang up: who wins? Who wins at Tráfico this weekend? Oh. I think LAFC is going to smash, dude. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, I have a question for Juwan because he, 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 oh, the LA, LAFC had spent about $30 million, I think, for a training complex at, uh, what is it, Cal State LA? Yeah, it's, a, it's in Monterey Park. So, yeah, it's in Cal State LA. The Fuistas, yeah, you. You were giving the tour away? No, you know I, I've been there because I've seen their their youth academies train. So they train in the in the Cal State LA uh, stadium. Um, I think it's called the Golden Eagle, and uh, <clears throat> they were they they were under construction there. So I haven't been there uh, since they finished the uh, uh, building. But um, you know it's a cool facility, and and it's it's not that far from the stadium from. Was it called a bank, California Bank or something, or what the hell's the name of the stadium? Bank of yeah. California Stadium. Yeah, yeah, Bank of California Stadium. So yeah, it's, it's not that far. It's like a like a thirty minute, thirty minute drive. So, <clears throat> but it, it's off the. Uh, y'all uh, crack me up. Thirty minutes is not is not a long drive for y'all. That cracks me up. Oh yeah, it's only thirty minutes. No big deal. It's probably more. And sadly, than it's it's only like two miles away, and it still takes you thirty minutes to get there. Yeah, it's like five <laughs> miles away. Yeah, it is. But um, uh, Jolie, so it's off the seven ten, uh, uh, the stadium, the the training facility, off the seven ten, uh, and you exit on uh, um, well, once the freeway ends. Uh, are you are you planning to check it out, or are you just wondering about it? Yeah, no, I, I would like to just because I heard thirty million. I want to see what. With thirty million, pretty much, man. No, but that's that's good to have, you know, more and more academies and and stuff like that. What you know, what you need to do for for players. When you open your academies, build it for thirty-one. That way, you say, "Well, mine costs thirty-one. That would be Juan, man. If he okay, if he wins the super lotto, um, but but no, it's it opens up more opportunity and for kids. You know, when I grew up. And that's growing up, there really wasn't, there was nothing like that. You had, uh, you just had the Sunday, Sunday public teams and like maybe the high schools, but to, to have now like academies and actual academies to teams, it's, it's, it's really good. There, there's some really great fields in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Bell Gardens, uh, Jolie. There, it's called the John Answer Ford Park. That's where Chivas USA would practice, and their academy teams would practice. It's a really, really nice complex. They've got like, I think it's like eight soccer fields and like two baseball fields. Um, it's a really awesome complex. They built it for ten. I mean, they don't have a clubhouse and the other amenities that a, a professional club would need, but it's been great for it's been great for the youth, for the youth players uh, in that area. You know, the, the whole surrounding area: Southgate, Bell Gardens, uh, uh, Downey. And you know, Watts, all that area. Ya acabaron? Yeah, we. <laughs> yeah. Just checking. All right, boys. No, really, we should we should wrap it up. It was so. there's overtime. That's right. 
Con de oro. Chiqui, is Chiqui still with us? No, he left. <laughs> Say thanks hey, to Chiqui and also thanks to Riquayana that joined us. <laughs> and thanks to y'all for, for listening. I know we had a, a quite a uh, entertaining chat as well. So thanks to the folks who participated in the chat. And again, you can download this and our previous editions of the podcast from iTunes as well as Google Play. You can follow us on the Twitter. We're at uh, Cantina MX underscore pod. And we have a Facebook page, which uh, is, is very active. Uh, you, get, uh, you get some, uh, if you like being on Facebook and uh, you're on there regularly, you will get regularly updated with uh, not just things that happen in Liga MX, but also in the, in the, in the world of, uh, of soccer, uh, cancha, and occasionally extra cancha too. So uh, some good information there. Uh, please, we do appreciate uh, all of y'all's patronage. And uh, we uh, thank you guys for uh, listening. And uh, my name is John Jagu. And for all of us here at the Cantina Mekis podcast, we say good night, and we'll talk to you all next week. What about Tumblr? I don't have. We don't have a Tumblr yet. I don't even know what Tumblr is. <laughs>